the identity of a certain individual named in this episode has been removed. All TCGS listeners are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. It's the big one. Are we, all really, are we all really nervous? I am actually quite <laughs> tense. Like, really quite yeah. tense. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I've been thinking about it all day and, um, yeah, I, I've, I just don't know how. I think my nerves are, I don't know how long this is going to be. Well, yeah, really? how long how long have the previous ones been? Well, I I don't know. I know that the first one was only like around two hours. Okay, but I think last year's one might have been closer to four. Oh fuck! It was, it was long. That was it was a long one. I mean, and this year we've we've got things to resolve before we even get into the. <laughs> we have, um, yeah. and before we we go any further, yeah. uh, we'd like to thank our Patreon producers who mm. have uh, kept the show ticket. Who's fucking around with drinks? It's me. I'm just op- just opening my drink. Uh, well, you mute for things that we want to hear. And- no, you told me. You told okay. You told me the other week not to do that anymore, so I'm not doing it. If you want to, if no, you I, d- want I to told you it, to I'm not, not forget. No, I told you not to forget that you are on mute, James. There's a difference, right? Well, I'm not. I'm, um, I'm not muting anything anymore. You're getting the full thing. You know. You know. Maybe do this before. Oh, right, okay. Uh, the ones that went full Nelson this this month: Alan M. Nash, Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Anthony Oakenson, Tom S. and Toby Henry. Thank you so much for going full Nelson, the full Nels crew, and um, thanks to everyone that supported us on Patreon this year. It's uh, it's it's kept us ticking by. Um, it's paid for things that usually come out of our own pocket. And um, and remember, if you don't sign up to patreon we'll fucking stop <laughs> right. i mean it's worth uh, pointing out as well like if, this this month we've had like loads of new patrons haven't we which has been yeah, really nice it's absolutely fantastic i, I don't know if that's really, like, really appreciate like tipping the postman at christmas and they're all going to cancel at the end of the month but either, either way it's <laughs> much appreciated <laughs> very possibly um if this is your first tcgs game of the year show uh, that you're hearing then uh this is how it works 16 games go into a hat they get pulled out against each other so it could be mario maker 2 versus outer wilds for example um the person that nominated that game explains why it's on the list and what they like so much about it um and then after we've talked about the games for a bit we then have to vote for a game to get the next round to get to the next round it needs at least three votes there's four of us it's hard to get three <laughs> votes. Um, if we if we reach a stalemate with two votes each, that's when the bartering, the arguing, and everything else um, begins. Um, there was a rule change this year. Instead of a listener's choice game, um, we had wild cards, and the listeners got to vote on which one of our wild cards. Um, uh, uh, Matt, I think it's probably best for you to explain what happened over our wild card <laughs> vote that went up on Thursday. And seem to go <laughs> crazy. I mean, it's. I mean, do, do, do we need to tell? Do we need to tell the whole story from the start for people who aren't on Twitter like that much? Because this was a whole saga, wasn't it? Yeah, but totally. Before totally. the I vote mean, even went up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so there were campaign <laughs> videos <laughs> going up the night before. Sean, do you want to explain? 
so first off, uh, Dave did one basically. So you were just begging people not to vote for Sekiro, right? That was That's your, right. I, I yeah. thought Matt's vote from Sekiro yeah. was a disgraceful a to, Well, he knew that a certain subsection of our listeners adore that game yeah. and that's why he chose it as his wild card well i mean i also adore that game so <laughs> yeah well yeah you three three bosses in and you constantly look like you hate it but that, that, <laughs> that's my concentrating face are, are you telling me that that wasn't your thought process when you dominated it no definitely not no i was just matt, thinking... matt matt come on be honest with us mate you know that was your thought process no i just thought about other games i've played that i've enjoyed and sekiro's rubbish absolutely <laughs> Total bollocks. Okay. Um. So then, so then James did a video, uh, basically again having a go at Matt and asking everyone to vote for um, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order instead, um, which I took issue with. I took issue with because uh, before, like, so before last week's uh, draft episode, uh, I arranged with Farley that I would let him have uh, Fire Emblem. Because I really liked it, but I knew he was struggling to get enough games together for his, his five picks. Um, and he said, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. So not only did he put it as his wild card, but he then told everyone not to vote for it. So- <laughs> James, that is that is insane. Because you love that game, right? You like that game, Fire Emblem, didn't I liked you? it, yeah. I definitely liked so it. So then why did you put it as your wild card? Well, okay. The reason is, is because this is all tactical, you see. And I don't know, am I supposed to reveal this now or not? I'm not sure. Well, I guess. I mean, it's not going to ruin anything, is well, it? No, because it could do later on, depending on what happens later. Look, there's reasons why, and I will explain why later after we've concluded <laughs> okay, this process. Okay. Okay. I, just, uh, I mean, it, it may have been the right decision, but we'll we'll get to that. It just sounds like James Farley, you know, screwing up another, you know, opportunity like, like last year where he, where he suggested Detroit. Let's see, because you say that, but to me, it just seems really vicious. You know what I mean? Like, Sean's just gone... Look, I know you're struggling, mate. Here's one of here's one of the games that I definitely wanted on the list, but you should use it because you know it, it'll help you out. And and then James just put it as a wild card. Part like, of it was that is some dark. I mean, shit. never mind the fact that like obviously the implication is that when it comes up, I am batting for it as well. Um, so he's essentially got free help with the game, and now he's yeah, and then he just left me twisted in the wind so right. yeah, it's going to be okay. interesting well, see how this plays out <laughs> yeah James reckons he's got a reason that'll be interesting <laughs> go on so uh, then so, yeah. the oh, poll so goes it, up right in amongst this uh, one of our listeners Oodles did a poll about <laughs> who does everyone think is the most trustworthy host <laughs> which <laughs> uh, which I won which is very kind of everyone thanks very much appreciate that um, I think it's just because I've, I've never really tried to deceive anyone just because I'm no good at it but um, whatever uh, apart from the whole left yeah, night You don't know Sean like I do. I'm just so yeah. bloody honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you don't know Sean like I do. He's a <laughs> fucking liar. Uh, He's yeah, just and then, straight up liar. And then the poll went live, and there was so there was, was a, there was a by, there was, wasn't it? It was quite close. Yeah, there was a token bit of support for Black Future '88, which was very, very you know, very kind of people to do that. It wasn't really necessary, but um, and then basically. Fire Emblem was in the lead, right? And then closely followed by Star Wars and Sekiro was in was in third place or second place, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, third. third. Yeah. I mean at that point it was like I think Black Future had eight or ten percent of the vote and yeah. all the others were around thirty. I think like Fire yeah. Emblem had maybe like thirty three. It was like yeah. Jedi was maybe like twenty eight and then yeah, Sekiro's just behind that. So it's fairly conclusive really that there was a, there's one game lagging and three Yeah. Which, which I expected, you know, I acknowledged when I did that video, I was like, I shouldn't have put Black Future as wild card. That was a silly decision. It was never going to win on a vote. Uh, except 
Uh, so was this? It was this Friday or Saturday? It just suddenly exploded. Friday, Friday yeah. Suddenly, Black Future started getting got like what about over a thousand votes? It got fi- it got around fifteen hundred votes okay. in the space of an hour. In, in, yeah. No, it's in, no, it's a thousand in ten minutes, wasn't it? Okay. Like to begin with. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know, but I'm talking about over the course of an yeah. hour, so it uh, got more of that. Really, obviously, massively suspicious. <laughs> so, and there's also that away. account that's got all those, all those like what look like Russian bots attached to yeah, it as well. So there's, I mean, we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously, I've been accused of doing this because it was my game, well, and obviously, you say that, obviously Sean, like yeah. obviously, people were like, "This is this is crazy," and yet, yeah. you know, it's Sean's game suddenly with thousands of votes. At, seemingly yeah. out of nowhere, and yet yeah. I was the one getting all the abuse saying this is definitely a Matt Murray job. I was like, it does feel like what, Matt why Murray. would I? Does, yeah. Sean's game would surely be the last one I would choose. Like, I, I, I do sense. feel like I do feel like jokes that cost money is kind of your thing, Matt. Like, well, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I do like a paid for gag, sure, but but th- this just isn't a funny joke. <laughs> it is kind. It is almost like it was. You know, the stuff with the videos is very funny, and it you know it's a bit. It's a bit like wrestling, wasn't it? It was all, you know, stuff coming out and rivalries building up before the show. I was and very serious in my video. Okay. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then suddenly this was like, oh, no, but I don't think we would have done this. This is like maybe a, a step too far. I don't know. Um, it still felt like it had Matt's fingers all over it. Like the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing has felt like that. that. Explain Especially how or okay. why I would have done this. Okay, well, no. You see, I think you were trying to get the whole thing cancelled because you were losing so badly. That was one thing. <laughs> but I wasn't. That was, like, uh, second was round final thing. in Fallen Order, all sort of in around like 30s and Rubbish. Black Future it was, was like, they... like a mile and eight percent. Why would I do this? <laughs> Sekiro was doing quite badly and I think you were like, oh, I'm just going to, I need to bin this off. It's not working for me. And then the other reason... Let's just that invalidate I thought, the whole thing. The other reason that I thought might have been, it might have been you, Matt, is because all of the, like, there's that new account that that's like sprung up and it was mm. doing like strategically placed, like, um, you know, like <laughs> tweets of like what was going on. And that's very Matt Murray. <laughs> That is, you know, like you it's know, the too obvious for Matt though. It's <laughs> not yeah, it's, like it's very like you like, know, like on Matt this... writes tweets for a living. Like he wouldn't have been as obvious. So this Twitter account that surfaced, there's, there is a there is now a Black Future eighty eight Twitter account um, that is not verified and has about eighty followers. All of them appear to be Russian and have lots of numbers in their Twitter handles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so unless Matt is in in league with the Russians, which I'm not ruling out. Um, he I'd, paid yeah, someone, didn't he? I, I think there's a there's another entity at work here that is nothing to do with any of us. Yeah, that's Matt that's my PayPal personal account. take on it. But I mean, Dave, you said you've I, investigated this. Yeah, no, I was only doing that to see what Matt's oh, okay. uh, reaction would be like. Anything. <laughs> the thing was right. Okay, so here's 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 my thoughts mm-hmm. on who it might have been. Okay. Initially, I thought it was Matt. Okay, I just thought it was Matt, mm-hmm. um, because you would when it first came out, Matt. You were so active in the WhatsApp group going, <laughs> this has ruined it. This is the worst thing that could yeah, have like possibly like happened. And I thought, this is really suspicious. He's like testing the water to see, to see yeah, how we're reacting. Yeah. Exactly. And I thought, I am now in a position where I don't think it's Matt. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it is him. I think it is someone trying to get involved and have a laugh. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% convinced that no one knows who it is, though. Do you mean I, I think it mean? might be a friend of someone in the show. Okay. And I don't, someone I don't on think the show that is knows. The I have my suspicions, but I don't know if we can... Go on, then. Because you were the other one. You were the one that's saying, I've got evidence now. Well, I've got more... Um, it's not evidence, but it's like, it's, you know, 
things okay, are Matt, up. Let's, let's hear what's suspicions. Yes, is it right I can just oust a listener on the on the pod? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you can you you, you can't say it was definitely them unless you know it's definitely them. But you could talk about your suspicions. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like innocent until proven guilty. It might it might it might destroy someone's career and life. No, we're we're past all that nowadays, Matt. Go on, get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Well, um. I've obviously been investigating. There are there are a few suspects in in, uh, in in my eyes. It could be. I mean, it wasn't myself. I didn't actually think it, w- it was any of us, frankly, because I think we would have done a lot better than this. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> was it you? No, of course it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Just you, you absolutely promise, right? You promise I absolutely it promise. One hundred percent, it wasn't me. I mean, I, I, no, I, I I'm serious when I said that I feel like it's a totally fucked the whole thing. Because it's just it's just annoying. It's like oh, so now we got this. Like anyway, because my personal feelings are like if someone spent money on getting these votes, like that could have gone to charity or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, that, that, but you said about anything, like you don't need to buy that game. Could have gone to give it to charity. No, like, no, I, no, I don't know. And also, I'm, I'm these things are like dirt cheap. Anyway. Yeah. I um how do you, you know that Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, someone posted a picture on Twitter <laughs> saying, oh, Matt, is this that DM you sent me?" And it had like prices of like bot uh, bot for votes and stuff. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was um oh maybe Deadbeat Punk, maybe someone else. They're like, oh, is this um is this is this that website you told me about, Sean or something? Anyway, oh yeah, right, yeah okay, yeah. come on, let's get on with it. Go on. Well, I after after my investigations, I think the culprit is right. Okay. Why? Um, well, I had suspicions anyway, um, and then earlier Based today, what? Uh, I, I just had suspicions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'll come to why in a minute. Um, and then on today, I was trying to find the exact uh, line from uh, that was said. Basically, other people also uh, suggested it could be, mm-hmm. and then um, he said, <laughs> now. Weeks or months ago, I I had looked at a tweet for that. All those are random Russian accounts with weird numbers on the end. So he's already dabbled. So this sounds pretty conclusive. Right. I'm, I'm so so one the black arts. One <laughs> yeah, I, that definitely was like boosted with like paid for bots. Then he said, "Boy, well, also he has definitely yeah. has." <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's trying to pull the wall over our eyes there. Mug us off yeah. left, right, and centre without us actually realising we've actually looked. <laughs> as so he's got previous. He's, yeah. he, he, you know, he's right in the thick of the community. Thing is untouchable. <laughs> and so therefore, I think it, I think it was it's a hell of an accusation. It, it, it could be anyone. So I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to is. know if that honesty poll was also like. Bots as well. No, that was, I think you'll find that's completely legitimate, James. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. When it, when the, the the votes started coming in for. Uh, Black Future. I was like, oh no, everyone's gonna. No, I'm not gonna be as popular now because I've <laughs> like I won that other okay. vote, and now that's gonna be in the bin as well. But, yeah. So now that's all out there, yeah. we need to decide what to do because the poll. I mean, there's only is a mess. There's well, only one I, answer, right? I, I refuse. No, no, well, I refuse on. to recognise this. There's no way I'm recognising. Okay, it. hold hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let's all calm down. Um, there's one. I mean, you guys can decide what game out of the four between you goes in. There's one rule that I'm definitely putting in place, and it's not up for discussion. Yeah. Um, there's no immunity. Okay. All games, all 16 games are up because no one could get immunity off of the back of this. Uh, yeah. But I, I, came, I came into this episode thinking, Black Future 88, let's just let it in because it won the poll. No chance. Didn't, nah. 
Right, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> so okay. Let, listen. There's no way that's listen. Happening. No. Listen. Let me fucking finish. <laughs> no. Go on. That that was what I came into it with, um, yeah. thinking. Yeah. But actually, I'm not sure that that's the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing's for certain: none of us should get immunity. I think that's gone. Yeah. Because this isn't. This hasn't been a fair uh, vote. Yeah. So, the three of you now. I'll leave it up to you to decide which game goes through. Yeah. Why? Why? I why? mean, my. My my thinking was state? that we just we just discount because it feels like it, it, I'll tell you why James and genuinely this is my thought process I am definitely imposing that rule right so that's my bit done I, you know <laughs> I, it's not that I'm trying to if you look James if you want me to give my opinion on what game should go through then I'll give it but what I'm saying I don't think it's fair for me to impose that rule and then help you decide what game goes through so. I was I was sort of handing the reins over to you to let you guys decide. But if you want me involved in the discussion, no, then I'll be involved. Are we accepting this rule though? Why Why are we accepting this imposition? Yes, yes of we're a rule? accepting the rule. Yes, we are. Why? Because this is my fucking format, <laughs> and I'm not having you <laughs> try and take it off me. Are we Are we accepting the rule that we go to put these games up against each other and vote on no, which no, one think, goes I through? I think this 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 new thing about I no immunity. I, I think we I should we should agree you with questioning it. that when you were a fucking nobody. So why <laughs> now are you questioning my authority? <laughs> wow, wow, great rest, Dave. Very current. Cartman is really funny. Oh no, they killed Kenny. <laughs> Got him. So what what do you reckon? What game do you reckon should go through? I mean, to me, it seems obvious that we should just discount Black Future '88 and then yeah, go definitely. with what what votes remain. Why? Okay, if that's um, if that's what you want to do, then it's it's gone. I feel sorry for Black Future '88 because I I genuinely don't think that the developers or the publishers were behind this at all, um, and it stinks a bit that their game. I mean, it, I suppose it wasn't going to get in anyway before the the vote went crazy, but. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, so Black Future 88 is now screwed up and gone. Yeah, yeah. it has to go, unfortunately. I mean, if that were, if um, it was maybe neck and neck between all those four and then something happened, maybe that might change. But the fact it was also like, you know, it was it was dead last and then this happened. So you can't, I just can't yeah. take that. If, like, if, it was, if it was close and then one of them got, you know, one of them got bots voting for it, then I wouldn't know what to do. But when it was so clearly in, in last place, and then I've just, I've just realised why James was kicking off about that. No, I mean, yeah, because he was it's hoping clear to get that Fire Emblem yeah. is the one <laughs> yeah. that's going to go through, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fire Emblem is in. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Sekiro are out. Um, yeah, that's why you were kicking off. I thought it was a bit weird. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't give a shit about that because that seems like quite a fair thing to do. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I suppose. James, my, my mindset was not on... Because um, I I genuinely didn't know which game should go through. I genuinely didn't have a, a thought process on what game was going to go through. Mm. So that's why I wanted to put that rule into place. <laughs> but looking at it now, if that was the obvious choice for you, and I'm going, no immunity, yeah, that sounds like a personal attack, but I promise <laughs> it wasn't. Like It could have been any of those games, really. Yep. Um, okay, so Fire Emblem uh, Free Houses is in the hat. These are the 16 games that are currently... What have we got? Uh, We've got 17 now, haven't we? So we need to get rid of one. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to run through the 16 that we, have, we, we haven't we mentioned, and then we've got to swap, swap Fire Emblem in for something. So in no particular order, I've got Mario Maker 2, Tetris 99, Luigi's Mansion 3, Untitled Goose Game, Gears 5, Disco Elysium, Life is Strange 2, Outer Wilds, 
Sayonara Wild Hearts, The Walking Dead, Heave Ho, Ape Out. Is it A Plague's Tale? A Plague Tale. Single Plague. A, a Plague Tale, which is what I've written down, but it didn't sound right. Uh, Judgment, Resident Evil 2, and Grease. Right, so let's get this out of the way. Uh, I think Disco Elysium is in. You've been really passionate about that. Mm, definitely, yeah. Um, I think um, I think uh, Resident Evil 2 should probably be in. Agreed. People do love it. Yeah, I don't think have any of us played it well, apart from it's that. more that... Well, yeah, but it was a big part of... Yeah. And it's, and it's very, it's very really, substantial it? as a remake as well. It like changes quite a lot of things fundamentally. I don't think there's any question of like... You know, we, we yeah. obviously we'd had like, that life, discussion. Life though. is Strange 2's in. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's not a question. <laughs> the Outer Worlds is in. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a lot of passion for that mm-hmm. game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is in. Yep. Uh, again, a lot of passion for that game. Um, uh, now we're getting... Hmm. This is interesting. That's one of my games, have you? I mean, Heave Ho's probably in, right? There's two people that really like Heave yeah. Ho. I mean, yeah. I would say that, but yeah. Okay, so, um, I mean, the ones that sit here's here's what I've got in front of me, and this is not, you know, if you <laughs> hear one that should definitely be in, let me yeah. know. Mario Maker Two, yeah, Tetris Ninety Nine, yeah. Untitled Goose Game, yeah. Gears Five, yeah. Sayonara Wild Hearts, The Walking Dead, Grease, Oh Judgment, Plague Tale. <laughs> And and ape out. I mean, I just does anything stick out? Walking Dead for me. I'm sorry, James. Are you? That's ridiculous. Why you, is it ridiculous? Just, just because you haven't played it. You haven't played it. So I just no, I know, say, I know. okay, whatever you've chosen. Okay, I don't want that one. It's uh, more interesting. <laughs> no, I think I think like the Walking Dead sticks out a little bit for me, and I'm not saying that should go, James. Mm. But the reason why it sticks out for me is that there wasn't that much buzz around it. And it's kind of the reason why we ditched... around it. And there was the whole thing with the yeah, studio only about getting the... closed down and everything. I was going to say only about yeah, the no, controversy the, the, around no, it. I mean, sorry, I mean good buzz, James. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there was good buzz because of the fact that they, even though the studio closed down and everything, they still managed to put this out and have like a really satisfying conclusion to it. And it's a yeah. really interesting thing to look at when compared with Life is Strange 2. I was going to say, because the although I'm with Dave on the, the lack of buzz thing... I also, but we can't really say that when we've been screaming at everyone to play Life is Strange two all year because no one seems to be paying attention to it, and we all agree that should be on the list. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. Like that—that's been a blind spot for so many people. So, so is The Walking Dead in? Yeah. Uh, Listen. All right. Let's put let's put that in a maybe poll. Um, uh, Mario Maker two. I think that that's probably yeah. In, right. Yeah. Gotta be. Um, Tetris ninety nine should uh, be in I, as well. Yeah. Okay. Untitled Goose Game. Do you know I, I never mean, finished it, it of... but that's that's on me. That's not the game's fault. It's clearly very good. I feel like I need to be having a conversation. For yeah. sure. Okay. Um, this will get me shouted at by some people. <laughs> I, I I just I, just, I want to address this because I feel like it's going to end up being discussed anyway. Does Sayonara Wild Hearts need to be discussed here? Because I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that loved it. I thought it was. I actively disliked okay. it. Okay. I played it and really, really enjoyed it. I thought okay. it was all right, so okay. I, I wouldn't care if it's gone. Thanks, mate. Okay, <laughs> that's in the maybe pile. Judgment, judgment should go in. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James was a big, big fan of that mm-hmm. game. Um, Greece mm-hmm. should go in because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Sean was a huge fan of that. Yeah. 
Ape Out, I, act- I actively disliked. I, th- so, I thought Ape I mean, Out was because I played a bit of Ape Out. I thought it was cool, um, but like played it for half an hour and then I had no urge to buy it myself. Matt? I mean, I, I played it and... Uh, it, yeah, You it, hate played it, didn't you, Matt? Well, yeah, I, I, I hate got through it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? Yeah. What, like Sekiro? Yeah, exactly. So this is why it's one of Matt's Game of the Years, you see. <laughs> I know he wasn't doing it on camera. Uh, Apex sounds like it's in it. It's in it. Gears Five. Now I liked what I played. I didn't play much of it, but I did like what I played. Yes, yeah, it's an excellent game. Yeah, Gears Five. Yeah, see, I didn't get around to playing it, but heard lots of good things. I like from people who are very jaded on on Gears in general. So okay. Gears is in uh, a Plague Tale. Again, heard brilliant things. Yeah, it's, okay. it's such, such a hidden gem. It's a shame more people haven't played it. So Ape Out, The Walking Dead, and Sayonara Wild Hearts are the last three. In front of me, I think James. <coughs> yeah, James. Two of them are mine. I wonder what how you, that. What would you rather? <laughs> no, I know. What would you rather have in The Walking Dead or Ape Out? Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, if it's really down to it, then I'd rather have The Walking Dead over Ape Out. I could. I okay. Could, okay. Yeah. So then you've got Sayonara Wild Hearts and Ape Out. Which one goes in? See, I think Ape Out's a more interesting game, but that's just me. Yeah, it's it's interesting because they they both do interesting things around music. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the yeah. the. I don't know about that. <laughs> actually, I, I, I'd, I'd be perfectly happy to sacrifice Ape Out. Actually, would you? Where's this coming from? No, no nothing. Go on. <laughs> this is another strategy. Okay. Ape Out. Ape Out is out. Out of the hat. All right. Um, kind of glad. I really. I mean, you know, if I had to choose between the two games, then Ape Out would be in the hat. But, um, I, yeah, I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it just, I don't know. Right, okay, this is it. 16 games. Jesus. They're all in the hat. I'm going to pick the first game now. Good luck, everyone. Half an hour in, we just get into the first game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Strapping. Go well this year. <laughs> first game out of the hat is Gears 5, Matt Murray. Why is it in the hat? Gears 5 is uh, an utterly fantastic game. I um, haven't played much, really, in terms of like, the uh, the campaigns of the previous Gears games. I, I played, obviously, loads of like Gears 2 and 3 in, in Horde mode. Um, but I was excited to, to play Gears 5. Um, and I, 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 guess I, I surprised myself, actually, how much how much I enjoyed the game. It feels um, so, so polished. I mean, I was playing on, on Xbox One X. It feels incredibly polished. It feels incredibly solid. Uh, the the weapons have like a really like meaty solid feel to them. Like it looks great, sounds great, um, and uh, I also was not expecting at all that the writing would be any good. Again, I haven't really played uh, many uh, campaigns of previous Gears games, but I assume I I, I thought it'd just be you know pretty uh, sort of uh, pretty shallow in terms of story. But the story was excellent. Uh, it actually made me care for characters in a way I didn't really think I would ever care for characters in a, in a game from the Gears universe. Um, uh, yeah, it, it just played incredibly, incredibly well. It's just it's, it's incredibly fun um, mi- um, mixing up the various weapons uh, against various types of enemy, and uh, I, I was just Im- immensely impressed with it for a game. I went in, I, I wanted to play it just because you know I was, it's a new Gears game, and, and this one got um, fairly decent review scores. But I was like, yeah, I, I, I want to give it a go, but I wasn't expecting to like it and come out thinking this is actually an excellent, excellent game. And it's a shame more people aren't playing this. Mostly, I guess, because, you know, it's, like a, it's an Xbox um, game. Obviously, it's also available on PC. I um, think a lot of people played it, didn't they? Yeah, but I, I mean, like, this is obviously isn't, like, on the, on a scale of, like, a, of a 
PS4 exclusive and everyone playing it just because mm. of how many Xboxes were sold. But it's a stunning, stunning game. I thought it was just really, really impressive, really excellent. Um, and I, uh, I am now excited for for another Gears game whenever that comes out. Again, I'll be, I'll be saying that uh, ever. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's a really great campaign, great story, great looking, really fun, and uh, I think it's absolutely excellent. And I, I really urge anyone anyone to to give it a go and play it. Sean, did you play it? In I the didn't know. Oh, mate, is it not? It's available it's on, on PC, PC yeah. Because I was uh, so during the year because my PC was all right, and I've got an, you know an original Xbox One, and I was like, oh, what do I play it on? Probably the Xbox. But now I've upgraded the PC, so I was like, yeah, fuck, I should really play Gears Five at some point. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I'll... I mean, I, I've got, but I've got to play for it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, James, we started playing. We did, Cold, yeah, didn't we, we? we started, and that was after they'd fixed all the netcode problems, wasn't it? Yeah, God, Jesus Christ! When it first came out, <laughs> it was a nightmare. It wasn't wasn't um, incredibly solid. It turns out, you know, when it first came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the uh, no, I mean, it, it was a nightmare. But when we were when they'd fixed all that and we were playing, it was really mm. good. So we should go back to that, James. Yeah, you, you absolutely should. I mean, I, 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 I obviously I tried to play Cult of You, didn't we, Dave? And it just didn't didn't yeah, work. But how many um, how many players can it have? Two, oh. isn't it? Certainly two. No, no, three. I think so. Oh, okay. three. Yeah, some, but someone's yeah. got to be the robot. Flying <laughs> 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 around, <laughs> like, you're not really Brilliant. doing much. Yeah, I mean, right, there, there's it? also like tons of other, like sort of multiplayer aspects, like horde mode versus mode, and, and I think escapes another one. Oh, I didn't actually play them. I just stuck with a like, single player campaign. Um, but yeah, uh, I've always, I've always absolutely excellent. It, it, it felt like um, I, they also sort of expanded it with these like these. Um, well, some people criticise if I have been what they called um, quite weak open world areas. Um, I wouldn't describe them as open world. They're, they're more just like hubs, really, to get to other sort of side missions and other uh, other 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 parts of a mission. Um, they're, they're really just like these huge, wide open spaces where you use this vehicle to to, to go between uh, these no. these small sections. So I wouldn't call it open world, but it, um, I really enjoyed them because often, although it sort of changes uh, in in the final area they're mostly sort of combat free you mostly get to survey like the the, the really gorgeous like vistas and landscapes and i really enjoyed those sort of downtimes in between in between sort of side missions um so, so, yeah. in those areas there's actually nothing to do it's just like padding the game out like so it's longer yeah like you're going um, from place no, to place. well no i mean like, in terms not, of the things to do, it's, so every it's time james speaks it sounds like he's got an angle in terms of the things to do the things to do are to get us to go to a side mission uh, to go from a to b yeah well yeah to 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 explore the world uh and James, to what's your travel point? between missions no point i'm just i'm just trying to get an angle on what the you know what this is all about i just right. i haven't played enough i am first, scared me. i'm actually genuinely scared of james farley this year like I, i've got fear you see, I more more than ever this year, I've got no intention of like digging anyone out for their choices because I think we've got sixteen excellent games. And then it's oh, Farley being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean, it is very early. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's see what happens. Should we see see what Gears Five is up against? Oh God, here we go. Here we go. Gears Five is up against Tetris Ninety Nine. Uh, that's my game. Um, so yeah. Um, when Harry, uh, when Charlie's <laughs> my son Charlie was born, <laughs> um, I hammered uh, Tetris Effect, which was on the list for Game of the Year last year. Um, I didn't, you know, I never really connected with that game as much as you guys mm. did. Um, but I really did like the, uh, you know, the sprint mode where you had like two minutes, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you had to get like twenty or forty lines in 
um, as quick as you possibly could. Um, and I sort of just clicked with it because I, I just really enjoyed it. But there wasn't much else to it, really. I just thought um, it's a shame I, that I definitely thought at the time it's a shame it doesn't have some sort of multiplayer element. But, um, you know, I played that pretty much every night in the middle of the night when uh, Charlie was awake and screaming and stuff and it used to soothe him and stuff like that. Um, then later in that year, well, I can't remember what month it was, but Nintendo announced that they were giving this Tetris 99 away for free and it was in one of their um, directs. And it was just hilarious. The moment they announced it, I, I, I genuinely thought it was a bit of a joke and that it wasn't actually how it appeared in the thing, like in their thing where it was like, Battle Royale, Tetris. I was kind of like, okay. But then even then I'm, I was thinking, okay, Battle Royale, Tetris. I kind of get the deal. You just keep playing Tetris until, you know, you're the last man standing type thing. Um, it's not that at all. Like, I can't believe how well they looked at Battle Royale games and realised certain elements of what makes Battle Royale fun. And they've somehow managed to get it into Tetris. Um, you know, from attacking people, from building up, you know, you say loot, but they they use the term badges in this. Um, you're essentially knocking people out to steal their power-ups to use on yourself and and either use it as a defense. Um, if you're getting loads of junk building up on the on uh, the side of the screen, you can use that to to um, wipe out that junk as quick as possible um, or to use it to attack people. Um, the, the idea that you can quickly switch between uh, attacking people that are attacking you or attacking people at random, um, all of a sudden it becomes strategic. So like originally I was thinking, well, I'm going to start by attacking random people because I don't want to be like, I don't want to get badges in the early game because then you become a target. Um, so I'll keep a low, low profile. I'll wait until like the last 20 and then I'll start attacking people with high badge numbers. But that's a risk because I, you know, that worked for a while, but then people started cutting onto that sort of tactic. And you realize that actually, if you're attacking someone with a load of badges, they're probably going to attack you back and wipe you out straight away because they're more powerful than you. And there's all these layers of what you should be doing and how you can, you can go from defense to attack and, and back again, as you go through this whole process. And the game board speeds up the further you get into it. And by the end of it, you know, when you get into the last 10, it is just pure tension. Um, but more importantly than anything else, you finish a game, you load a new game up. Like it was just so addictive uh, in that regard. I, I, I found myself spending two to three hours straight just playing Tetris 99 because I could not, I could not get to the end <laughs> And and just say okay, I'm done for the night. I would have to boot that game up again. Um, so yeah, it was it was a shock. It was a hilarious idea that they absolutely nailed. And my word, they managed to get a lot of people to sign up for fucking Nintendo Online. <laughs> and I mean that is an achievement in itself. Um, to give it away for free with people with that subscription was uh, a stroke of genius. And um, you know, it wasn't just that week of buzz that that game had. There's still a massive community around it, and uh, there's no surprise because it's a it's a truly excellent game, and it is, you know, it's the best version of Tetris I've ever played. Um, not because it's Tetris; it's more than that. It's taken Tetris and added ideas to it that that you know, for me, Tetris Effect never did. 
uh, this feels like a completely different style of game. Because, you know, with Tetris, you're thinking, oh, line up my Tetrises or get clear the clear the walls quick as I can. There are times in here where it's best to just not wipe out any lines. Just keep building your wall. And then all of a sudden, if you get absolutely hammered by people, you can quickly get rid of all the junk they send you. And it's, um, you know, that's how this game works. You're not playing this game like every other Tetris game. You're playing it with all these tactics in mind. Um, and yeah, fucking incredible, incredible game. Um, so let's... Yeah, did, well, wait, uh, before we do, does anyone else got, has anyone else got anything to say about Tetris 99? Because I know you played it a lot, James. I did, and I thought it was fantastic, and I still play it from time to time. I also like the way that they keep doing those events as well, like every... Um, oh, know. the events are great, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, the first one they did was that one, so you could get, like, the original Game Boy, like, Tetris skin, you know, like, over it, which was... <laughs> yeah, that's right, That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I always just use that, because that is obviously the best one. And, uh, yeah, but that's... Did you, um... Did you did did you win a game in the end? Because last time we spoke, no, you hadn't. The closest I ever got to was Fuck. fourth or fifth, I think. That's the first I've ever got. Shit. Never got closer than that. I mean, I've heard that it's better to play in the evening here because then some of the <laughs> pro players <laughs> in Japan are maybe not playing. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I've never I've never won one. It's an amazing so, feeling. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I, ain't I gonna lie. at this point it was like it was just impossible. I mean, I I, I sadly also never won. I got as close as like. A second or fourth in like their first like two weeks, I really enjoyed it and it was just but um, but I ne- never actually won. But I thought the game was yeah. excellent too. It just made me think yeah. about Texas in an entirely new way, and it's it's absolutely genius the stuff I've done where you can you can see like um small versions of everyone else's like Tetris boards on uh, in, 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 in like the background of yours and like even those incredibly small Tetris boards you can still get an idea about where you should be you know chocking your lines or what you should be doing who's yeah I mean because you, you don't there's have so much data happening on the screen the but it still works yeah. really well I think you you can yeah like if you if you're I mean that's why they say it's best to play in handheld because you can literally just touch the board that you want to attack um, and you know all that stuff has been thought about, but yeah, no, I think I won like fifteen, sixteen times, and it, the the sixteenth time felt as good as the first. Like, it just feels because when it's like the that music kicks in and your heart starts pounding, and you keep just like looking, your eyes keep flicking over to the other board to see how they're getting on, and then all of a sudden it just comes up that you've won. And my word, it is just it's such a good feeling. It really is. I think like um, that's my favorite battle royale game for sure. <laughs> Like I love um, Tetris Effect, but that's like that is like it's an incredible celebration of classic Tetris. Whereas Tetris ninety nine, like say it, when they first announced it, it's like is this like a fucking practical joke? Because it's you know it's 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 like some listicle shit, right? Like ha, five games, it'd be funny if they added battle royale. Um, but actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and yeah, but not only do they do it, as you say, it could it could have just been you play Tetris and there are other people, and you know, it, yeah, like you're sending blocks to other people or whatever, and it could have just been like basically random, and they probably would have got away with it. But the fact that they, oh, they yeah, gotcha. the fact that they actually really cleverly implement the battle royale style stuff, which, as you say, like targeting people, fig- like playing it strategically, and like obviously that's fascinating for people who are already insanely good at Tetris because it's like a, a whole new um, level to consider um, for them. Um, 
And it's just, yeah, like you, you can't just go in and just be like, like certainly like the first week or two, you could just be like, I'm just going to go in and play a pretty good game of Tetris and that'll be fine. Like you can't get away with that now. You've got to engage with the, the extra stuff. Um, and I think the fact that you well, that's can... Well, that's what was so funny anyway, because when that first, when the game first came out, everyone was like, yeah, it's Tetris. Yeah, I, I finished 40th. That's, that's great, <laughs> isn't it? And then people are like, like, what are those weird little symbols <laughs> on the bottom left? Like, and what's that ding 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 sound yeah. that you get every now yeah, and then? Yeah. What is that all yeah. about? And it because they didn't tell you any of that mm. stuff. So then slowly these YouTube videos started coming out saying, right, here's how the game works. We think. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do this, you kind you get a badge. We're not quite sure what the badge means, but you get a mm. badge, and it looks important. And it's like, and then obviously people started working out what the systems were and sharing that information. Mm. And uh, once you understood it, it was like, fuck, man, this is actually really... This is genius. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah pretty impressive. And the fact that, obviously, yeah, taking so, such an old game and making it so relevant and so modern is, yeah, it's fascinating. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? It is weird. As you say, it, if someone come in and said, let's do Tetris Royale, uh, Battle yeah. Royale... You think you'd know exactly what they were going to yeah. do, and it would be fun, but it wouldn't have any level mm-hmm. of you know sophistication. Yeah. But they they really put themselves in a room somewhere, didn't yeah. they, and worked all this <laughs> shit out for a long time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's just insane. Their game, yeah, as old as Tetris is. We had Tetris Effect last year's <laughs> like game of the year conversation <laughs> in a Tony yeah. way in, in VR. Obviously, you can play it in non VR, but and then you got another Tetris game like this year. Also, just sort of mixing things up with Battle Royale. It's it's crazy how how this has happened. Well, that's what I'm I was surprised. There's another one out I'm... next year. Like, oh yeah, this is also a game of the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I said I think I tweeted on um, on Twitter.com that, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I can't believe the best Tetris game in in uh, decades has just been beaten by a better Tetris game. <laughs> I can't believe a couple of months afterwards. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, right. So obviously, my vote goes to Tetris 99, Matt. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm obviously voting for Gears, uh, but okay. because it's because it's my game. But uh, I also think Tetris 99 is is an excellent game. Uh, I I sort of wish I played it more, but I I it, it got quite difficult, and then other games came out, so I stopped. But um, <laughs> you know. uh, Sean, uh, it's got to be Tetris, and James, also Tetris, yeah. Well, that's free one to Tetris. I mean, uh, I I could have um I could argue the case, but if I'm being completely honest with myself. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ever any, any friends with that one. It, it, like, Tetris, it, Tetris <laughs> is just an excellent, excellent game. None of you lot really played Gears, and I think even if you had all played Gears, I think you still probably would have voted for Tetris. Um, but I just really want to be said, yeah, like, I, I no, really uh, what I played of Gears, Matt. I really did. I was going to say, um, I, yeah. just I wanted to be said, if, if people listening or you guys as well have access to, you know, an Xbox or PC, it is an excellent, excellent game. And mm-hmm. it, it's got me excited for the next game in a way I didn't think it would. Also, I, whilst I was playing it and enjoying it, I kept thinking, Man, this puts even more pressure on Halo Infinite because they've really like smashed this new Gears game. It's just it's so solid and in pretty much every area. So now it's mm-hmm. even more pressure on the next Halo game to actually be yeah, as really good and, and and make Halo modern in a way this makes Gears modern, but still sort of having the old sens- sensibilities. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an excellent game, so I probably probably recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like no, no shade on on gears whatsoever. I'm really excited to get around to playing it because I've heard so many good things. But uh, yeah, it looks stunning as well. It looks, looks yeah. unbelievable. James, we're playing that. We're playing through that. It's yeah, we'll happening. do that in the new year. We'll have to do that. Yeah. All right. Next game out of the hat, ladies and gentlemen. We have Sayonara Wild Hearts. Ooh. 
So, Nora Wild Hearts is a game which is a lot like Temple Run, but don't let that put you off because it is, it is, you know, for, yeah, no, for a lot of it, you're just like moving left and right and collecting things or dodging things. Um, suddenly, there are bits where you move up and down as well. Um, but it's the fact that everything that happens is it's presented as like a, a pop album, and um, a lot of it is about the soundtrack, right? Which not everyone's into it's certainly not the sort of thing i would normally listen to it's it's like all sort of you know sort of this sort of weird sort of synth wave pop revival we've had over the last couple of years like it really ties into that um and yeah it's what i find fascinating about it like for one it's just an incredible audiovisual experience right like i i will never forget um just playing it with like you know the sound at full whack and like Isaac was just going like absolutely ape shit, just laughing and running around and dancing to it, um, and it, it was just a proper fucking rush. Um, like on like the way it made me feel is like up there with like Area X in Res Infinite, right? Like that's how much it got me. Um, like the, especially the later levels, just like some of the situations you're in and stuff. I just I just think it's it's fucking beautiful, um, and I just I find it really interesting that like. You know, the, like the the things I initially sort of didn't like about it so much. I mean, this is probably going to sound like I'm making excuses now, but the fact that like the structure of the levels is like you have like a couple of like all right, quite short levels that are kind of unremarkable, and then occasionally there's like a massive one. And it's like a proper boss fight and stuff, and like the song's much longer and, and better, and um, like it's way more exciting. And I was like, actually, yeah, that's that's a lot of albums, like certainly like pop albums. It's like you've got your sing like the obvious singles. <laughs> And then ones that are just kind of there to fill <laughs> fill some of the time, and then like you know when we initially That's t- terrible that, that that is a terrible argument. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, and then the fact that like Sorry. you know when we talked about it initially, I said it it was sort of disappointing to me because it's by Simogo, who normally do like sort of really deep, like very clever narrative stuff. Whereas this is like it is about someone who had a heartbroken and then got over it, <laughs> and. And initially that was disappointing, but then it's like, no, because that's that's pop music. Like it it succeeds because it's quite vague and general, and that's what makes it universal and why like you know, millions of people can can get into it, because it's not too specific about what it's talking about, right? And that makes it relatable to people. So I, I, I hate that we can't interrupt with this. Sorry, I know I've just interrupted you, but go on. That's that's fine, James. Sorry, <laughs> just undermine me, don't worry about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> when did that become a rule that we can't interrupt? I, don't know. I think well, we've I just, just assumed we it's, a, it's just a gentleman's yeah. agreement. Yeah, I just assumed it? too because I've always wanted. To, I've also wanted to interrupt about three times in this, but I was going. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and the fact that like the boss fights, it's like they obviously take. You know, they they sort of draw this analogy between like the structure of a pop song and like the phases in a boss fight, and the fact that you know it's like they a lot of those fights sort of behave like. Um, fights from like a, a shooter or whatever and the fact there's all yeah like different phases and different attacks and stuff that all marry up with the structures of the songs um and yeah i just, i enjoyed the absolute fuck out of it i think the soundtrack's great even though it's as i say not the sort of thing i would normally listen to um but properly enjoyed it and visually it's absolutely incredible and i enjoyed the fuck out of it cool all right so go on, on then anyone... come on james i've got nothing to say have it just, yeah go on oh you've got nothing to say now all right then there you go that's nice. That's just nice. want to put I'm your fist right, didn't you, right in the middle of it. That's what we wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. So who else has played this? Because I've played and finished this as well. I played it. I played it. I haven't finished it. I, I, I gave up. Because I think 
you know, without it's not about slagging the games off. So I'm not going to go off on one, but I just didn't have that connect. I didn't have that connection. Yeah, no, I didn't have the yeah, connection. I, I didn't I with, can... the, with the gameplay, with the music, yeah. with it. Just did nothing for me. Mm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm underqualified to talk about it because I I didn't get anywhere near the end, and certainly not to the bits that you're um, praising, Sean. Mm. I just it it was an instant turn off for me. I I really didn't get into it. No, that's fine. I can totally see that. Like I say, um, although yeah, the the soundtrack and stuff did work for me. I can see exactly why it wouldn't because it it so just goes in on this one aesthetic that like if you're just not into it, there's nothing you could do about that, is there? Yeah, nah. I thought the soundtrack was excellent. I uh, I yeah. played and finishes over lunch break, it's like an hour and twenty mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Um, very I, short. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like the the, the sort of. The story and, and the music definitely kept me going. I didn't really ever feel like quitting. I also I knew it was short, so you know I can easily mm-hmm. get through like an hour and twenty game uh, without being too annoyed. And I thought it was really really good. I mean, yeah, gameplay wise, it is quite simplistic. It really is just yeah. going left and right or up and down. But mm-hmm. the soundtrack was excellent. I, I I wouldn't say it got near the heights of Area X for me, but um, mm-hmm. maybe that's a VR thing. Maybe uh, that, that was way more immersive than this. But I thought, mm-hmm. regardless, the soundtrack was really really excellent. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I I I I was I I thought it was good. I was, I was impressed. I mean, I like th- those sorts of games where it's such a link between the music and gameplay. They don't. Mm. I mean, maybe there are loads of them out there, but I feel like, it feels like to me they don't come around that often. That's why games mm. like Tetris Effect and you know Res and yeah. stuff feel, feel so special when they do drop. Um, and this was good. It it didn't hit me in the same way those games did, but I, I mm. really appreciate it for what it was. Cool. What's it up against? Let's find out. Oh, I hate this. I'm nervous say. every time. It's, it's a bit nervous. And then when you said the next game, I was like, oh, God, just not one of mine. Every time, <laughs> Sorry, every time you join a new one, I'm just like, why didn't I just fucking write down everything I wanted to say to you? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the next game is A Plague Tale. Oh, okay. Right. A Plague Tale <laughs> is... <laughs> What's so funny? I just, that just... noise you made. Sorry, it's not... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, like I wouldn't worry. Said that and following that game, every <laughs> every type of sort of permutation just like ran through my head at once. Like, anyway, <laughs> I've I, I'll tell you this about I watched quite a bit of gameplay footage of this um, today. Um, I know it was not what I was expecting. I didn't know it was like a 3D action yeah. style game. It's uh, gone. It's a it's so uh, a Plague Tale Innocence is um, yeah. It's basically like a 3D. 3D, yeah, it's, it's like a third-person sort of character-based stealth action game uh, where you play as um, as this uh, this older sister called Amicia, um, and you're looking after your five-year-old brother called Hugo. And it's all set during this uh, thing in like in France called the Hundred Years' War. And it's about, obviously you know it's a, it's a big old war that's happening, um, and um, there's basically these you know there's there's a plague of rats that are, that are basically roaming around trying to spread the plague. Uh, your brother Hugo has actually been confined for many many years. I mean he's only five, but so I presume confined for his entire life, um, mm-hmm. and people are basically after him um, because uh, it seems that he, uh, him and uh, and uh, and and the blood that runs through his body is somehow linked to this plague and um it's basically you two um on the run on the event on an adventure um getting from you know um getting through the story basically uh trying to stay alive and uh i hadn't played um i, I, I think this actually might be their debut game i'm not sure uh but but regardless it's um 
it, it, it was a really, really excellent game that it, I mean, as a, I think people would describe it as like a double A game. It was from Focus Interactive mm-hmm. like, who published it and uh, a Cyber Studio who, who made it. Um, but I was just incredibly impressed with the level of sort of character and the writing, the story, the gameplay and, and everything really for, for a game that, yeah, it, you can tell it wasn't in the same sort of league as like Last of Us or other sort of big AAA um, uh, games uh, which are similar to this. But I think what it did uh, what was absolutely excellent. And like char- yeah, like the characters and the writing are really, really, really brilliant. There was loads of really sort of tender moments between the two. I was worried at first that this would be a child in peril situation. You know, <laughs> I was like, about to say, is that kind you know, of your... With, uh, <laughs> old, with older sister looking after a younger brother. And I was like, oh, if this does this, it's going to break me. It doesn't quite... It didn't quite do that, which I was actually thankful for. There wasn't like there wasn't moments where he was like, you know, weeping to assist and I'm, I'm going to be in bits here. But um, but but that's not to take away from it at all. I was actually worried that that would, you know, made me almost like not like it. But um, yeah, I, the 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 the, um, the writing between them two is really excellent because because uh, Hugo has actually been confined for for all his life, um, hasn't really engaged with his sister much. It feels like they're two strangers at the beginning. And it's really excellent the way that the writing showcases them uh, gradually getting closer and closer uh, as they're on this adventure um, to, uh, to, together. Basically, just, just thrown together, even though they are family, they're basically like um, they're basically like strangers. And it does loads of really touching things with uh, collectible items you'll find uh, on your adventure and, uh, and how that connects the pair. The writing is is exceptional. Um, the gameplay also is it's much more stealthy than than it might look. It might look like it's another sort of third person action game but actually it's it's more about a bit about being about being stealthy about trying to avoid combat avoid uh avoid any sort of enemies so, th- so there are lots of bits where you're sneaking around or ha- hanging around in the dark or you know going from like these these large bushes to to other sort of large sort of shrubbery to try and escape and uh and and, and trying to get away from from these soldiers basically the whole game feels like you're constantly on the run constantly trying to try, trying to get away from everyone else so i think it does that stealth in, in a really interesting way uh, one, one of the biggest mechanics actually is the use of huge um groups of rats which uh which you're able to engage with in um uh, uh in a way uh towards the uh towards the uh towards the, uh, the middle and, and the back end of the game um and it's it's really it's really clever the way it uses these like huge hordes of rats to like, solve puzzles to to attack other enemies to get you from point A to point B. Uh, the puzzles themselves aren't particularly uh, aren't particularly taxing, but they're satisfying nonetheless. Uh, there's lots of things with light, as you would imagine, like turning like you know, um, because rats also don't like fire. So there's bits where maybe you're trying to. Get get rats away from a certain area. You're, you're trying to get through a hole in the wall, so you have to like you know get fire over there or or cut the chandeliers and so on and so forth. Um, so I, I, those puzzles, whilst they're not tricky, they're not particularly sort of um, um, uh, they don't really get in your way, but they're a nice sort of thing to sort of to to, to play as you go along. Um, yeah, and writing wise, I just thought it was an excellent, excellent game. I thought it was a yeah, you know, it is it was it was a it was a really nice story. I, I really want to see if there's like a sequel or some other game in like the Plague Tale universe. I think they could do we could they could do loads more in this and I probably recommend it. I think it's a game that did go under a lot of people's radar. Mm. Maybe because I it definitely was a- I remember well, yeah, when people were reviewing it, like everyone was just like, You're gonna ignore this and I'm already angry at you for it. Like it was <laughs> Like everyone, like everyone reviewed it, loved it, but they they all had that sense that it was like 
this is just going to get ignored and that is really frustrating yeah i think because um, focus interactive who publish it i think they publish like a lot of like indie titles or definitely sort of mm-hmm. double a and, and, and maybe like and, and beneath sort of titles but mm-hmm. this has all the sort of um all the sort of feeling of like it, it it's very close to being triple a but it's clearly a, a game with, with, with a smaller budget and a smaller team and, and i think i could be right in saying that it's their debut game but uh, mm-hmm. yeah but it, it's got so much quality that it, it's almost pushing to that sort of triple a level but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah plato instance absolutely excellent so super impressed uh fully recommend it and it's just yeah really, what's really, it on is it on everything it's on uh, ps4 xbox and pc <laughs> Um, okay, I'm cool. not sure if there's rooms of a Switch version or not, but um, yeah. So is it on Game Pass? I don't know. Don't think um, so. I think it is, isn't it? I think I read that it was going to be or something like at least either now or it's going to be in the near future. Okay. Well, yeah. If anyone gets a chance to play it, I, I, I think you'd, you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. Vote time. Um, Matt, I'm going to go Playtale for sure. Sean, uh, I'm going to go for Sayonara Wild Hearts, obviously. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, James? I'm going with Matt's game with Playtale. So, uh, James, you never played this, did you? I've not, no, but it is actually it's on my wish list at the moment, so it's something that I think I would like. So that's yeah, why I'm going to yeah. I mean, Dave, I know you actively didn't like Sino <laughs> so I'm not going <laughs> to... Don't feel like you have to agonise well, yeah, over this. I mean, I <laughs> no, I know, but then part of me thinks I fucking hate stealth games as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> But you're, pro- you're probably right. I mean, I, I, I can't vote for a game that I, I didn't like yeah. um, over a game that I probably haven't would. played, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Probably not the way to go. Okay. So we'll say uh, a play tale gets through to the next round, right? Excellent. Yeah, yeah I'm really happy with that. I, I feel kind of bad because uh, Sinara Wild Hearts, a lot of people connected with it mm. and loved it. Mm. No, um, I, I knew it was a, it, a gamble because I know you guys mostly weren't wild about it. Um, so, but yeah, I was just happy to get it in to begin with to be honest cool all right next next game out of hat is luigi's mansion three this was one of my picks um so yeah so i i've had a pass with luigi's mansion games um i adored the gamecube one uh i tried the 3ds one luigi's mansion to a new moon was it called? Something i can't like remember yeah, um, and I was utterly disappointed. I, it just felt, I don't know. I just couldn't. A lot of there was a lot of buzz for it when it came mm. out, and I could I couldn't see what everyone was loving about it. It just seemed like the puzzles were a little bit non Nintendo. You know, it felt like B team Nintendo <laughs> doing stuff, um, which you know is usually still a good shout. But it, it, I just I don't know. I couldn't get into mm. it. Um, so I had no interest in Luigi's Mansion Three at the start of the year. Um, I had no interest at all up until we played it at um, EGX this year. We managed to get in early and uh, have a quick demo. And I remember thinking, wow, this there might be something here. This feels, you know, really good. Then I saw the buzz on Twitter and people who had played it, um, various different people from Games Media were just going, it's brilliant. Uh, so I... I, I still wasn't 100% going to get it. I was thinking maybe leave it to the end of the year. Maybe Harry can have it for Christmas, something like that. Um, but then I just thought, you know what? I've got a bunch of Nintendo games here that are worth about £40 billion in CEX. So let's go let's go pick it up. Um, and uh, my word, I am so glad that I did. The, the, it's, you, you know, we talk about the polish for n- Nintendo games, right? And... They just feel so together and not so much about bugs, but they just feel 
they've got a certain feeling about Nintendo games, especially any anyone involving, you know, Mario, Luigi or whatever. This just takes it to the next level. Like the the animation in this game is better than I have seen in any video game. But maybe I mean Red Dead Two was pretty good, but in a completely different mm. way. Like the the you know the cartoon animation around everything you do in this game is just incredible. Every floor that you go on in this hotel, as James said, it was it felt like a theme park. Like you were you know going up a you just you couldn't wait to see what the theme was for the next level, and it never disappointed. Um, I saw a few people complaining about the control system, didn't. Didn't have a problem for me. I was fine with it. Um, just going from personal experience. Um, there's a certain boss battle that people um, don't like. Uh, I can't understand why they don't like it because it was pretty easy. It's one of those. It's like <laughs> you, you when, when you see anyone complain about um, one of the bosses in this game on a podcast or whatever, they always say, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did it the second time. You just thought, well, it can't be that bad then, can it? It's not like you're bashing your head against it over and over again. Um, the, the, the common complaint seems to be that the controls make the um, uh, the bosses uh, unintentionally difficult. I, I I just can't relate to that. I can't. I didn't experience that at all. So that criticism's not in my head. But even when people put these criticisms forward in in reviews or in um, uh, on podcasts or forums that I've I've seen people talk about it. They always end with how much I love the game, like in spite of these issues that they have with it. And it's it took me totally by surprise Um the, the whole opening section was when my heart started beating and I'm going, this might be top tier stuff. Like the, the whole opening intro stuff, I was thinking, shit, man, this might actually be legit. And then the more I played it, the more I loved it. Um, and then the way it ended was just utterly wonderful. Like, I mean, to the point where I was laughing out loud repeatedly with stuff that was happening on the, on the screen. Um, and then I've gone back and I'm trying to 100% it at the moment because I'm not done with it. Like, I, I love every little puzzle in it. I love every um, uh, battle that I've had in it. You know, the combat is very easy, very basic, but just so satisfying. When you line up four Ghost James and then you just batter them with yeah. the ghost that you're currently vacuuming it, it just fun it's just, every it's time smashing them around in it as well like it just it's it just good. so good it's just so fun to play and the, the as i say the sound effects the music everything this is such a good representation of nintendo that it had to be on the list like there was no doubt it was uh, you know i was halfway through and i was like this is a game of the year contender um, and that feeling never dropped throughout the whole. I think I've put thirty hours into it now, um, and I'm just not like I've not <laughs> had one moment where I haven't had a smile on my face while I was playing it. It's always been a joy to boot up and uh, and play. Sean, did you play this in the end? I've played a bit of it, not really enough to comment, but certainly I can echo the in- stuff about like how just instantly charming it all is and how beautifully presented it is. Um, like yeah, I've I've literally I've only put it must have been about an hour um into it. So yeah, I mean I've I've barely like got into a fight with some ghosts. Um That's yeah, annoying. I know, I know. I, I I tried, believe me. Um but it's yeah, yeah, as you say, I, I can see why you, you fell in love with it as quickly as you did. I'm really excited to get more of it played. Well that but, whole intro bit is just hilarious. Yeah. And that, that, that level of humour throughout the whole thing, because you know, 
all the ghosts that you see at the start that are pretending to be working for a really nice hotel. Mm. Did you notice they were wearing masks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so obvious yeah. that they're just like they're like trying love, to hide and the, the fact that they're ghosts. Yeah, and I shit. love the fact that the, um, like obviously you know it's going to be like a haunted mansion, right? But the way at the start it's just like it's a hotel. Like the title screen is just it's like the, it's a really nice hotel. It's like the brightest yeah, yeah. hotel ever. <laughs> like this like, sun beaming in from everywhere. Like everything's these pastel colours. Yeah. They're all smiling and stuff. And you know the way that Luigi and and Mario interact? Mm. I mean, they come back to that later. Mm-hmm. And the, the the whole section at the end with Luigi and Mario is fucking hilarious. Like it's it's hilarious. And it, it, I just you know there's there's that Mario movie yeah coming out in a couple of years time or mm. whatever um i was always like are they going to be able to do it like are they this game shows that yes they absolutely can like the humor is yeah. there um and you, they're not even talking in this game really they you know it's one word stuff mm-hmm. and um it's just a joy to play and it, as i said it you worried that I worried that it was going to be one of those throwaway Nintendo games that that is no way bad, but you could tell that this isn't at the level of say Mario Odyssey or anything yeah. like that. This not this feels like a team proper. They poured everything mm-hmm. into this. Um, visually, it's one of the best looking games on the Switch, um, and it has taken a step forward in animation for not only Nintendo but for video games because. Every other like sort of cartoon style video game is going to look fucking dog shit compared to this, unless it's up there with with the animation that's in this mm. game. It's um, James. Have you got anything to add? Not really. I mean, I completely agree with everything you say, obviously, because it's a. It was one of my favourite games this year. I especially enjoy playing it with like played it with Asher like a bit like recently. We've been getting back into it, and it's just. It, I mean, it's like you said. It's the animation. Like just when he's like running along, like you know, waving his little arms and stuff like that. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> so good. Like it just looks, and the music as well is also like you know, excellent. You know, from floor to floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Fantastic game. I, I, Sean, you've got to play it because it is, it is. Yeah, really no, good, I, I, I will. Really looking forward to getting more of it done, but uh, yeah, just not it, had it, time this week. It really was one of those ones where I was like thinking, oh, it's another. Like this year hasn't felt like there's been that many like real bangers from Nintendo, and yeah. I didn't have like massive hopes for this, and then mm-hmm. came out and I'm like, wow, this is really really good. Like you mm. know, far better than I thought it it would be. Mm. What's it up against? Definitely playing over Christmas. So I'm really looking forward to it. Because are, are you buying it? Uh, I will. I will buy it. Yeah. Um, because I. Uh, I mean, admittedly, when we when we played at EGX, I wasn't really. Uh, the, the Philly controls sort of, you know, did sort of annoy me, but again, that's like a two-minute demo. Also, like generally, stuff I've seen of it, I, I have never thought, oh, this is like a day one, I have to get it. I've just seen it and thought, oh, it's, you know, I really haven't that's had much because of, like, you emotional haven't seen... connection with it whatsoever. Yeah. I haven't played the previous ones, uh, um, didn't play one on, on 3DS, and I just saw it and thought, it just did nothing for me, but obviously everyone loves it so much, I, I want to see... I want to. I want to see if I can experience that as well. But from the outside looking in, I was like, just I don't know. You got to say as well, right? Fair play to the PR team because there's stuff in this game that is a massive surprise and really fun to discover. Had that been on all the trailers, like I swear, the majority of the stuff that's in the trailer is the lobby and the the sort of hotel rooms. Mm. You know what I mean? You know the 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 bedrooms. Mm. That's it. 
they they hid away all the fucking mental stuff that's <laughs> in it. Um, and yeah, and of course, Luigi is just now, you know, Harry doesn't go anywhere without um, his Luigi soft toy <laughs> and also his smaller Luigi soft toy that he calls Luigi. <laughs> Oh, James, the way they interact as well. If Goiji yeah. gets a gem or something, I just so good, so good. What's it up against? What is it up against? Could be one of mine, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Resident Evil Two. <laughs> well, <laughs> two two games set in uh, <laughs> horror. <laughs> two two horror hardcore games horror games. So Resident Evil 2, yeah. um, that's one of mine. It's a, it's a remake of of the '98 classic, um, and it's it, it's been modernised. It looks stunning, um, and uh, and <laughs> for a man who doesn't uh, do well with horror, um, me deciding to stream it was, I think, probably the only way I would have got through it, frankly. <laughs> um, and even then, it was uh, it is almost almost too much for me, but. What I love about the game, even though I, I struggle with uh, how much it sort of fucked me up, you know, because I don't like getting chased. There's a lot of getting chased from Mr. X in this game. What I did really appreciate was how it felt. It felt old school, but it felt modern in a way that I, I sort of find it hard to actually articulate in, in a way. It just has a very retro feel whilst looking and acting like a modern game. It's got loads of really great quality of life improvements, things like the map where it, it, you, it, it actually shows you with color coding and, and other stuff. If you if there's things still in rooms that you haven't picked up that you've seen, it's like there's lots of nice nice quality of life changes in that regard. And it's they do sort of move things around from the original. I never actually finished the original, um, mostly because I guess I probably got too scared even back then. Um, but I have finished this. And uh, I thought it was excellent, even though I struggled uh, so much. But um, it, it looks fantastic. I mean, like I've seen comparisons of this to like the old one, and, and like the graphics in this look better than like the uh, the pre-rendered backgrounds of um, of um, of the original. I remember how good that felt. That well, how good it felt like it looked back then. But yeah, this looks absolutely excellent. Um, and I love the changes. Mister X is horrendous. Um, and I was very close to being sick playing it. That that's how much it really messed me up. But I'm very glad I did. Uh, I'm glad I stuck with it. And uh, it, it's it's an, it's an absolute excellent game. I mean, it came out so early on in the year. I, I guess my worry is that people would have like forgotten about it when it comes to like sort of game of the year stuff. Um, but it, it it's absolutely excellent. I mean, um, it's not perfect. Like I I, I do feel like that there wasn't probably enough changes for like the second run. I did uh, Leon first, then Claire, and although like Claire was slightly different, it wasn't really different enough. And they sort of changed how the original worked, whereby the first player you go through as, depending on what say ammo you've left or items you left, that then affects what you can do in the second playthrough. But this doesn't really do that. Um, it's just like another playthrough where, like, maybe there's some different keys you might have to get, but like, it's largely uh, it's like it's largely the same. Obviously, the difference is that you know how puzzles work, um, so you can get through it a lot quicker. Um, but I'm super happy I played it. it looks gorgeous, and I, I, and this, and I'm obviously extremely psyched for the third for the remake of Nemesis, which actually they've announced uh, in the last week, so it's actually out in March. So. Next year there'll be a whole other one. I, ne- I didn't play Nemesis at all, so I'm really excited for that. Even if it will be more chasing around uh, the place, but um, yeah, Resident Evil Two, an update to an absolute classic. 
and uh, and th- and this is another absolutely fantastic game. I think if you like the original one, you'll love this, and uh, and you'll appreciate the changes that, that it makes. And again, in similar, I guess, in a way that I loved Gears, it felt like it had, a, you know, it, it it felt old school, but with with lots of modern improvements, and and uh, I think they did they did really really well with it. So, I'm really glad you played it as well, actually, because your stream was fucking brilliant. Like it was so good. I you know, you just got to see the compilation videos on our YouTube channel. It, it just really funny, <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it looked really good. Look like there was. I hate horror games. Uh, I won't lie, <laughs> but there was part of me that was like, "Oh, maybe I should play this because this just looks so fun." Like it really did look fun. And for me, um, like even like even the basic zombies, I felt like you even towards the end, it wasn't like okay, well, this is an easy zombie one shot. It's like you still had to be careful around them. Uh, you couldn't just for like you you could breeze through them because because you were used to it. Like even the single single zombies still scared me. Still. Still meant I had to be um, on the ball because if I'd messed up and so on and so forth, it would have just gone fully wrong. But uh, yeah, my, my favorite—I th- I still think my favorite moment was when you absolutely shit yourself. That uh, where you walked through that window and you saw a liquor right outside, and you paused the game because you were so scared. And you built up the confidence to finally take it out. And you take you, you unpaused the game and then moved over to the left a little bit and realized there was two of them. <laughs> For people who watch the stream and the highlights, they might think, "Oh, Matt, Matt's voted this," but it's basically like map. It, it's map the game basically because I had the map. I had the game paused to see the map. <laughs> it must be like ten hours of that alone. Thankfully, <laughs> so yeah. Matt, you do There's need to pause the game to play it. I know. Like, oh, I'm just checking the. The weather rooms are, uh, yeah. There's a lot of pausing. I mean, I, I think my favorite part uh, of that was when I was, you know, you obviously hear Mister X. You, you, you hear not only his footsteps, but like the, the music starts to know that he's close. And I was running down a hall, uh, a corridor, open the door, and I was like, "If he's around this corner, I'm gonna." And then he was literally there, like a, you know, a, a foot away from me, and I, I screamed. No, that was it. You said, "If he's around this corner, then I'm done." You walked around a corner, he wasn't there. You walked around the next corner, he was there. <laughs> It's just like as if it was like it could detect. For a few bunch of streams, I might have started because it's like you know winter at that point. I might start like wearing t shirt, shirt and jumper. I gradually took my clothes off and I looked like I was, <laughs> I looked like I was incredibly ill. You know, I was very, from like a nice you know fresh faced um, person to like you know clammy skin, pale. Oh god. Um, but, but, I'm, but I'm glad I got through it because um, it is. You can't, you can't jump there. You can't jump down there because the game is an idiot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of talking to myself about this. Um, but yeah, I, but I, I'm, I'm glad I forced myself to, to, to stream. I'm not really sure where the idea, but was it your idea to stream this? I'm not really sure where it even came from, but, uh, no, but I'm glad I, I, I went through with it regardless. Um, I mean, most of your successes are down to my ideas, but I, uh, I don't think that was one of them. <laughs> it's an update to a classic, and uh, it's it's well worth your time. Right, voting time, Matt. Resident Evil Two or Luigi's Mansion Three? I mean, for me, yeah, it's it's Resident Evil. Obviously, I'm going Luigi's Mansion. James, uh, sorry, Luigi's Mansion. Sean, uh, yeah, sorry, Matt. Luigi's Mansion. I do, it's not even Resident Evil's fault. I just there's no way I'm ever playing it because I'm too scared. So <laughs> it's very much. hard going up against like a first party Nintendo. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a tough yeah, matchup. That I, I feel sorry for Resident Evil too, but um, yeah, I, I I guess I understand. But God, it's another one. We gone. just we just mansion next out of the hat. 
we have Life is Strange 2. Okay, this is one of mine, isn't it, this time? It is, James. Okay, so, I mean, we've we've done spoiler casts on this, and we've all kind of talked about how much we loved it. But, I, I mean, I, I, I really did enjoy this, mostly because... I feel that this is a lot more thoughtful than its predecessor, like than the original Life is Strange. And it also, the re- other reason I really liked it is that I didn't feel that it relied on sort of shocks or anything to try and grip the audience because that was something I thought was a major part of like the of the first series. But I don't think any other game this year, um, I don't know. I mean, apart, uh, not, I'll get into that in a minute. But I don't think any other game this year has been like, has created like such an effective bond between like two characters than like Sean and Daniel. And although there are some issues in it where things are dealt with a bit heavy handedly, um, particularly I think in probably in the fourth episode, there's a, there's some stuff there. Everything mostly like the, the current, like the way it deals with current real world, world problems is like really super effective. And the cast of supporting characters are just so good. Each is like really well developed. They've all got, most of them have got like really sympathetic backgrounds as well. There's, there's not really that many sort of like cartoon villains apart from maybe Lisbeth, but even, Oh well, no, I mean, there's a lot of racists in it. There are. Yeah. But then there's also, you know, there's, they explain reasons for stuff as well. And, I mean, even like Lisbeth, the way she is, if you start like going through like her files and all that kind of thing, you can kind of see why her desperation, you know, why she's desperate to like keep Daniel there and everything. Totally wrong, obviously, but you can still see there's a reason, you know, for this. It's not just it's yeah, not yeah, just cartoon. Yeah. And that's why I love the game so much, because I you see, I wanted to relate with all the characters I met because they were just they were all really well drawn and it was so it was really easy to you know to like to relate to each of them and it also had really good pacing because i mean particularly the last episode which i genuinely thought was one of the best things i've played this year largely because there were so many sort of long sections that are designed for contemplation and they were just so well plotted like there was long sections like you know like when you're um like at the beginning in the uh, what's it called in the in the canyon and everything, you have a chance to like sort of re-establish a relationship with Daniel to talk with him about stuff and to sort of see how both of you have progressed, you know, over this journey over this time. And it's funny because what I think was it Sean that you were saying about like the gaps between the episodes, mm. how maybe this wasn't so bad actually because it gave you a chance to like allowed it was, to that was was, your, your boy Davy to, to percolate, oh, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. You can kind of see that because I mean, this game obviously like was supposed to take place over a long period of time, wasn't it? And it's yeah, it, and it felt like we lived that, and that's what was so sort of um like sort of moving it. I mean, especially I mean, yeah, as I say, there's no there's no excuse for that. But the point I was making is that we have had these two characters in our heads and wondering what they were going to do for a year now, and it felt that that last episode, it was worth <clears throat> it. It, yeah. And and again, there's no excuse for it. There's no. I'm not saying that it's better that it took a long time between episodes. <laughs> I'm not convinced that that's true. But that's the situation we were in yeah. during that last episode, and it made me think back throughout the year. It felt like I'd known them for a long time, yeah. even though in terms of playtime, it wasn't a massive amount. You know, it's like eight nine hours or whatever. Um, but because we started this last year. It it kind of it felt important, I guess. That I don't know. It, it just really felt, felt like you grew with basic. them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and it's t- totally. It's like maybe in terms of sales and all that kind of thing, it was not a great idea for them to do that. But in term, but 
I don't think it really terribly hurt the game in terms of narrative and in terms of story. Like, I, I still think it kind of built, you know, helped to build the relationship maybe a little bit more. And it, I mean, the game made me care, and I mean, like, really care about two characters, and that doesn't happen like hardly ever. Like when I play games, you know, to the point where, like that that whole this whole sequences at the end of the game were amazing. I mean, I, I don't want to say what they were, but there's. Yeah, you know, with the photos and all that kind of thing, it was it was incredible. You know, to the you know just to see yeah, it really was, how things yeah. go, and just the idea that you're getting a glimpse into to things was was really was really well done. So, I mean, it's one of the best endings of a game ever. Yeah, I think. it's and it's in it, my book. I mean, it's easily one of my games of the year. Like, it's it was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, do do you know? Oh, I mean, oh, I know yeah. we've all played it and talked about it and all done spoiler cast, but how long does how long is the game set over? About a year and a half, uh, I think, I isn't it? No. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Yeah, because obviously, like I said, we have bemoaning the fact there's like three month gaps. But yeah, that I think in hindsight that and maybe my mom just like finding excuses to support it. But it's like that felt like that that allowed you to really appreciate the relationship grow over those over the year. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's quite a, conf- a conflicting thing, isn't it? Because um, I want these games to be successful, so they keep making more of them. Like I I I like them, but. I think if they announce that the next one, if you ignore the sales and everything, if they announce the next one's going to be over the course of a year, uh, you know, with a new episode every couple of months, I will no longer be angry about that. Mm -hmm. Because I feel that, you know what, I can wait, you know, life moves on, we get there in the end. And I really appreciated like that the time it took to get to that conclusion because it felt more important, I guess. Um, I is it, it, I I want these games to be successful, and I think that might have a big part. Uh, like that might be a big part of why this sort of fell by the wayside. Well, I mean, we all went to the EGX chat where, it, you know, it was there was a low attendance in the audience, and um, not many people have been tweeting about it or talking about it. Um, so on that level, yeah, you want it to come out and make a big bang and if it wanted to be successful it has to be there has to be a, a, a strong solid understandable release schedule I think they said that for the next game it will be I can't remember the actual words they use but you know an, un- an understandable pre- a release schedule but but, but that, that has a yeah that has a direct impact on the, the what we've just been talking about though doesn't it it does, but in terms of if they want the game to be successful, I I think that the massive gaps just were were too long. It was fine for us, yeah, and I think were. we appreciated it. And I think in the end, we saw actually it was it was cool in a way to have it over the space of a year. But if you want it to be successful, say you know first of every month, new episode, people know them, people know to get excited about it. They you know there'll the, the be a lot more content, like you know probably other spoiler cast, other, yeah, more buzz. Right. Yeah. I want because if it's once mm. a month, obviously. There's a lot of sort of production workflow things that have to go into that. Can they even do it once a month? If it, 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 this isn't a game clearly where the whole game is built and done and then they split it up. They're clearly working on every single chapter over those three months. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so for us, we sort of, we, we, we gain a benefit of that. But if ever new, it's once a month, say the first of the month, like that, there will be people who play it day one. So some buzz in the first week, but there'll be some people who don't play it until week three. But actually, you'd think that could be like a almost like permanent discussion about the game for those, say, six months. Um, I think the story has to link into that. Did this work because the story was over over a year and a half? I think if the ge- if the game was set over say like six weeks or you know or a month, then it would feel out of place. But it sort of worked for this sort of length of t- space between the episodes. But yeah, anyway, 
Right, should we find out what it's up against, or has oh, anyone got anything else to say? I know what it's going to be. It's going to be one of mine, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable. I mean, I mean mathematically, all... <laughs> probably. Yeah. Okay. You better be rigging this, Dave. Outer Wilds. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 right, go on then. Was it, this was Sean or Matt? I can't no, this remember. Is, no, this mine. is Matt. Yeah. Go on then. Outer Wilds. Um, is my game of the year, without a shadow of a doubt. Not game of the year. It's one of the best games I've played in many, many years. Uh, the game um, has... It's like a third-person exploration game. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure how I can really sort of put into a genre, really. You you take the role of this this uh, person who's going on your first sort of space flight, and you, uh, you you have a home planet which you leave, and there are a bunch of other planets. I think maybe like seven or eight planets in this like in this quite small solar system. But it's, with uh, with all these planets, they all have unique sort of systems, unique puzzles. Um, but the main sort of uh, crux of the game is that basically every twenty two minutes the sun explodes, and uh, obviously everyone dies, and you start again. You go back to the start, and it's your mission. Uh, as a player, um, to for every you know, for, for every uh, every go, every life you get after the sun explodes, you, you go up to the beginning. But you've you've learned something about the world. You learned something about the universe, and you go around these various planets, explore more, learn more. You try and uh, seek out answers about why the sun is exploding. You try and learn about other races that have existed in the universe. You're translating languages you're exploring uh, incredible planets each one of these planets is fully unique with its own its own atmosphere its own sort of weather systems you know a gravity even but it also its own stories and um you know there's been a lot of comparisons to no man's sky no man's sky was a game that sort of blew a lot of people away because of the millions and billions of potential planets out there but for me personally as much as i love no man's sky the planets were Pretty like um, pretty sh- pretty shallow in terms of actually what's on them. Yes, there could be like a billion different permutations, but they felt like it's it's just an algorithm developing and 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 sending these these, these millions of planets and sort of generating them. Sorry, whereas this it's an absolute curated experience where every every meter of uh, of of land you, you experience on these planets there is there are stories there there are there's a past there there's there's reasons why those things are there and it's such a curated space exploration experience um that i haven't really played before um I've, i i mean i i i love space i love say um the music of hans zimmer i love things like interstellar and i think if anyone has you know enjoyed Interstellar or those sorts of things this will blow you away just personally for me just going onto a planet and seeing the various vistas the various you know the various things you see on each of these planets knowing full well like that the, the, there's this sun that the, the, that's right next to you that's getting redder and redder you know it's going to explode um it's just it's just absolutely awe-inspiring and there's been there's been times it's also really like emotional there are a bunch of people you see on these various planets and across the universe with their stories to tell they they've also gone out to seek answers and you've talked to them you find out what they've been up to and they've they've all understood that that this universe is ending and they're trying to impart their knowledge uh, in each of these like each of these attempts you have 
And it, it, it's really emotional when when you try and work out what's happening, when you see these various sort of – you experience these various things on these planets, how they look, how they function, why things are happening the way they are. And when you also then delve into the actual backstory of other races and so on and so forth, it, it's absolutely awe-inspiring. Um, it's absolutely a beautiful game. Not only have I just immensely enjoyed it, uh, it has it's definitely given me some of the, some of the, my greatest moments in gaming. There's um, uh, obviously the sun is in, in the universe, and there is like a space station that, that circles around it. And it took me about three or four hours to actually land my rickety spacecraft on it. But when I did it, it was just an absolutely all timer experience to have gone through those three or four hours of getting this little rickety spaceship where. From the first second you, you fly up, you can hear the words and the metal sort of clashing against each other. If you feel like you're in, you know, a, a handmade spacecraft, which you are, um, and and I absolutely love that. With that that combined with like the music and just how epic it was to, in this instance, particularly land on this space station, it's just a, it's just an all time uh, incredible moment. Um, some people have like criticised the fact that oh, actually flying spacecraft is like really pernickety and you crash a lot. Yes, you do crash a lot, um, and it does feel kind of uh, kind of fiddly. But I, I fully got used to that in the end. I think actually the fiddliness just added to the fact that it, it felt it feels homemade. It looks homemade. You know, you're hearing all the creaking of the words and the the metal and stuff. It and I, I think personally that 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 links in. So it's got story. It's got an amazing soundtrack. It it. It shows you things where, as as a fan of space, it just sort of blew me away just to see all these, all, the, all these, all these, you know, all these amazing moments across each of these planets. The puzzles are some of them are incredibly, incredibly complex. I mean, like, I definitely looked at a guide for this game um, at certain points, and whereas other games, I think that would that that, that would ruin it. And um, I, I guess if you had gone through the whole thing about looking at guides, maybe you'll have a different experience. But for me. It, it it didn't ruin it at all. Um, there were some things which 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 are incredibly complex. Over these twenty two minutes, you have uh, certain things might be happening on certain planets at only one specific minute. So you have to get to certain places at certain times for things to happen. There's there's one there's there's uh, you know I was going to say something that happened on planet, but really the best thing about this game is going in and not really understanding it, not really being told much. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people have struggled to talk about this game because you don't want to talk about the game. You don't want to say any about talk about any of the puzzles. You don't want to talk about any of the unique features each of these planets have because they all lead into this narrative that you're developing yourself with like because some people will go to one planet uh, first and others will won't go into that planet until the very end. And that's that's crafting a unique narrative experience, I think, for everyone who plays this. Um it's a stunning game uh, I absolutely love it. Uh, I wish if there's one game in recent years, I wish I could sort of wipe my memory and go back to experiencing it for the first time. It's this, and I think if you love, you know, anything about space or Interstellar, I kept thinking about it all the time. Interstellar is a film that blew me away. I saw it like three or four times at cinema, and there's just so many moments where you think this looks stunning, and and, and this has that, um, and I, I absolutely love Outer Worlds. It's undoubtedly my game of the year. Anything to add, Sean? So I also. <laughs> Yeah, I also absolutely adore this. Um, I didn't quite finish it, which I'm very upset about. Um, I've been caning it this week. I was like, the idea was, right, I'll just I'll finish that, and then I'll play Luigi's Mansion, and then basically realise that all this week I've had like one evening uh, <laughs> to play anything. Um, but yeah, um, just to echo everything Matt said, like yeah, you, you don't want to talk about like what the planets are like because every one of them, like when you first play it. 
Like you'll just, you know, you can land on some of them and you just, just trying to figure out like what they are and what the, the rules are of the physics and, and how you can explore it and land on it and walk around or not in some cases. Um, it's just all like absolutely fascinating. And, and yeah, like Matt says, it, it's really surprising how emotional it is. Like, <laughs> because it's a game where every 22 minutes the sun explodes. Every 22 minutes you, face a hypothetical situation where you're like what would you do if you knew you're about to like everything's about to be engulfed in flame right like like obviously it's in a fictional world and there's there's not a massive amount of interaction with the characters and stuff but like it fucking gets you sometimes like sometimes you'll just be like okay sun's, sun's exploding i'm not like anywhere in particular i'll just wait but like but sometimes like it really fucking hits you like I was on this one planet where there's like an ocean and saw that like, or, you know, there's like a, a musical cue that plays every time the, the sun's about to go supernova. And I, I just got this like weird urge to just jump into the sea and swim as deeply as I, as I could until everything just went white. And, and then I started again. And it's like, and you, you repeatedly are put in that situation and like i you know i know people who can't play this because it like makes them feel sick and sad and (laughs) like and i i totally get that like it's beautiful but there's a a real like terror to it as well because not that anything's you know like nothing's there's nothing malicious about it it's just turns out space travel's really dangerous like (laughs) um and as I say, yeah, as you go to these different planets and sometimes you'll just be like, oh, I guess I'll just land here. And it's a fucking disaster for reasons I won't spoil. Um, like, yeah, the, the the ship controls, certainly very weird at first, but give it time and a bit of practice and you, you basically get in the habit of like, like, you know, I definitely spent a good few hours going to other planets and basically just crash landing on every single one and hoping the ship didn't blow up. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I hadn't you, really seen anything about this game, um, although I think I saw like Eurogamer's review and said it was, I think it was Eurogamer or someone said it was stunning. I was like, okay, I want to play this game. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. I didn't even realise there was a 22-minute um, sort of life cycle because I okay. never actually got that far. I kept basically crashing my ship or just being flung out into space for like, so long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for like an hour. I was like, oh, hang on. Oh, just, oh so that's what's happening. <laughs> I just didn't, didn't even get that far. But um, just going back to your point there about sort of um, about about when the sun goes supernova, it's yeah, yeah it's it's heartbreaking and 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 there's so many moments where I, I maybe on a on a planet and it's getting towards the 22 minutes and there's I'm there's I'm with someone else and I'm like you yes. know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here with you and we're gonna have our last few it's minutes good. together. Yeah, and we're gonna like watch some of them go down yeah. together. Because yeah, because some characters aren't particularly aware of what's going on, but there's one. Again, I won't. Yeah, I'll avoid details. But there's one who's like he is observing the sun. That's why he's where he is in the the solar system. And yeah, like depending on like, if you keep talking to him throughout the the 22 minute cycle, like his dialogue changes. Yeah. And yeah, if you speak to him just before the end, it, oh, fuck it. Uh, yeah, like I. I was nearly in tears. Like yeah. it's I mean, just for a game where so, there's no there's no dialogue, it's just basically like text on screen and like weird sounds. Yeah. It really yeah. it really fucking gets you. But that's yeah, like absolutely. you know, space is beautiful and scary and you sort of feel like you're just one microscopic part of you know the universe feels massive and you just feel like oh, i've had loads of adventures and seeing people and trying mm-hmm. to do these missions or whatever i'm trying to do but actually i'm just one tiny speck in the universe and this thing's happening whether i like it or not and it really mm-hmm. touches on that like the beauty and the sort of 
you know, um, the fragility of life and how scary space is. Um, yeah, totally. It's just, it's and, just amazing. I, 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 and just it's just amazing. Yeah, just the fact that it's this entire solar system that, as you say, is, yeah, it's on this 22-minute cycle, but it's this huge system of interlocking parts and things happening at certain times. And um, it's just absolutely fascinating. And, and obviously the whole the whole point is that once you know the solution you can do the game in 22 minutes like you do it in one cycle there's no real like the only overlap and this is like it kind of doesn't make sense in the game's logic but it, it it's worth it is that basically your ship's computer has a database of everything you figured out and it like puts it all on like a wall chart and everything sort of links together um and that that remains through each playthrough so if it's so, so like it's okay to like discover one thing and then the sun blows up and then you, you're back on your own planet because that might be a link to something else and like and it works so beautifully because as you say like it sort of guides you to a couple of planets to begin with but actually if you just go exploring you will find bits of information and it puts it all on this chart and then it gives you ideas of where to go next like there's no like one way to go through it um, and people discover things at different times, but the game handles that so well because everything links to everything else and it will always point you at something else. Or even if it's just, you know, if you've been to a location, but you haven't discovered everything you could, there's like a little marker on it saying like this, there's more to discover here, like probably go back. Um, so although it's it's so expansive and complicated, it's so good at just leading you by the nose to the next hint. Um, it's just beautifully done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it I, is amazing. I, I, like, because I, I, this is the only game I've ever got every single achievement um, for on Xbox. Yeah. And um, well, actually, <laughs> I, I haven't done that even once on PlayStation. But yeah, mm. every everyone and like the, the, one one of them is basically do the whole thing in one twenty two minute cycle, and it's yeah. crazy for a game. I can't don't know, God knows how many hours I put into this, but it felt like a lot. Mm. It must be like twenty plus, mm. and maybe maybe first mm. to thirty. Who knows? But the fact you can also just do it in one cycle is yeah. is crazy and insane. And um, yeah. It's just a beautiful, yeah. beautiful game. God, you actually uh, uh, make me want to play it again. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I had my issues with the games. I didn't like moving about in that game at all. Mm -hmm. And I thought for a game where you can get stuck with no way out, yeah. uh, that's not a great thing. Um, and the fact that, you know, this, this looping mechanic, um, I like the idea of it, but when it meant that I had to fly back to where I was before, to continue what I was doing before I flipped out into space. Yeah. Um, I just found it ultimately really frustrating. There are, yeah, there um, are certainly instances... Didn't, get, didn't scratch that surface. Yeah, there are certainly instances where you're like halfway through something quite complex and then that music happens and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, because, you know, you've yeah. just got to go back and do the same thing again. Um, yeah, yeah, that is definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, like in terms of the ship controls, you do get used to it and you do eventually like... You start getting comfortable yeah, but it's with not like just that. It was the walking about oh, really? and stuff as well. Okay. Yeah, like using the jetpacks and stuff. The the, the worst one that I had, I I found the yeah. puzzle for the first uh -huh. time, and I started. It was like a, a staircases with like sort of statues mm -hmm. on, or some sort of uh, thing that you click yeah. on, um, and I was going down and I was doing them in sequence, and then I saw the next one, but then I fell into the water. Right. So I tried to boost up, but then something happened and I got stuck underwater and I was kind of like, oh, great, so now I've got to fly back to this exact point <laughs> in this world to get back to this room yeah. to walk down these stairs yeah. again to get that last... And it, I was just like, oh, come on, man. Fucking mm. hell. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of why I bounced mm -hmm. off of it so hard. James, did you play much? I did, but I didn't play very much at all. I mean, I can really understand why Matt and Sean really like it. It's just that I 
didn't get hooked by it. Like, because mm. I know I think I played through about maybe two like two cycles, and I mean, what do you, I mean? Do I have to play more than that for it to start to grip me? Do you think? Oh god, yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that's, yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. the first I played for maybe like two or three hours before where I was just doing, I wasn't playing like big gameplay chunks because I just didn't have time. So I was like ten minutes there, half an hour there, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm enjoying it, but it didn't really grab me until I had like one say like I don't know three hour session or two hour session and saw I got to understand the systems. I got to understand okay, these are the cycles. This is where I should be going. This is like the the. Uh, this is something on the ship to show me what I've discovered, and it was only then that I re- it really got me. And then I didn't really want to stop playing. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. if you play this in, in you know quite a bitty way, like small sections, small sessions here and there, I, I felt like it I didn't grab me like I wanted to. But once I really understood, here's like the rhythm, here's what I'm exploring. I, I absolutely yeah, loved it. Like definitely, don't worry too much about like completely rinsing every planet before you move on to the next one like definitely just kind of fly around try new things out like get a bit of practice just flying like get confident flying up to planets and then just kind of being in low orbit and actually planning where you're going to land rather than just being like oh fuck and then just hitting it um because that's what i was doing Mm. a lot to begin with but it it is like once you once you're in a planet's atmosphere the ship sort of levels out um so that you know you're just looking like straight at the horizon and then you can like get a bit of control and actually land properly um and you can sort of you know rather than having to explore everything on foot you can just sort of, like say sort of stay in low orbit and kind of scan around and look for interesting things rather than just landing and being like right well now what um so that that's a massive help yeah like Sorry, you, but- you can fire your like scout your scout launcher is basically like a, a camera like oh, a yeah. gopro basically on like a gun you fire out and then you can take pictures as that thing like flies around each planet and it's mm-hmm. even I was like, oh wow okay so i'm seeing things i wouldn't be able to see because i can't or you can maybe like fire that that scout launcher into something and say like, okay and i wouldn't be able to get into this mm-hmm. normally but i can now see inside this thing yeah. what, what does that mean how do i get there what, what am i mm-hmm. seeing uh yeah they've added um a couple of quality of life improvements as well uh matt i don't, I don't know oh, if really? these were in when you yeah it's just little things like so when you're reading text it pauses the the universe oh, okay oh, really? um, oh no no, yeah. no I, I, I think that's a setting isn't it because i think i had that one anyway it's yeah so it's when you go to put your suit on it's like there's just some extra options there now um which i which is obviously like it's it it's, i say it's a nice quality of life thing obviously like depending on your reading ability that could actually be incredibly useful um because obviously it puts you know if your reading isn't so great like then that puts you at a massive disadvantage because you're trying to you know trying to read through loads of stuff while the universe is about to explode or whatever um so yeah, there's a couple of things like that they've added, which is which is really helpful. Um, cool. Well, let's get to voting, uh, James. Uh, well, obviously I've got to go for Life is Strange, haven't I? I've got no choice there. Matt, it's Outer Worlds. Sean, it kills me. I love Life is Strange, but it's got to be Outer Worlds. Well, I'm voting Life is Strange. Ah, two two. I mean, two, Life is two. Strange two. Obviously, we've loved it. We've all loved it. We've loved doing our spoiler cast. It's a it's a great game, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, well, Outer Worlds is my game of the year and one of my games of the last few years. And it's it's yeah. an all timer for me. It's going to it's going to that that, that list where this yeah. is just a, a very very special game. And maybe it's you know I, I love I, you know for people maybe who don't like love the concept of space, maybe it'll affect them differently. But I do. And as I said, things like Interstellar and that it's like it all linked together. In a sunny way that I've just wanted for years and years. I've wanted a game that I can like feel scared to go to different planets to like see new incredible like vistas and and you know, new environments, and it makes me think about my you know my own place in like the in the universe. And I think this does that with 
uh, utilizing music, utilizing characters and, and their own stories. And it's such a, oh, it's just, yeah, I, I, I can't mm. talk about this game enough and, uh, uh, you know, and articulate how much I love this game enough, really. Yeah. I, I, it's quite, it's quite, go on, sorry. Go on, sorry. Was, no, go on. I was just going to say, I, I can't remember the last game where I felt so physically present in it. <laughs> I don't know if it's like the, the, the way it feels or maybe the sound design is probably quite a big part of it. But yeah, and it all feeds into that sort of fragility. Like you are very aware that you are a person in space. Like the fact that, you know, there can be situations where you have to get out and do a spacewalk like because your ship's been damaged or something. Oh, it's so scary. And yeah, and you just have to get out of your ship in the middle of space and your stomach just fucking goes. Like it's... It's it uses music so well to the point where yeah. when, when music's... When when it's playing music, it's like, oh, this fits really well or yeah. this really works yeah. with where I am. But also there are times where there's no music and you can mm. literally just hear the silence of space and, and you're the, breathing. Yeah. And when yeah. you're maybe, yeah, trying to... like You have to maybe get out of your ship to do like a... To fix it in space... Oh yeah, it's a uh, it, it's a really it's really scary, and yeah, you read it for like your your a tiny little speck in in the universe. Like you're here yeah. struggling because you also have like um like air and fuel, so you have like fuel mm. for your jetpack. So again, you can't just be bombing around space on your jetpack because you only have limited amount of fuel. You have also air, and the thing and like when you run out of fuel, you can then you have an option of like using some of your oxygen to like boost mm-hmm. you around. So there's points where you're like. Okay, shit. I'm. I run out of fuel, but I need to get somewhere. I will like take off basically bits of my health to be able to like, jetpack to safety. And uh, yeah, there, there's just a lot of those okay, moments. Right. There. Okay. Mm. All right. That's fine. But look, the, you know, <laughs> you know that feeling you were describing about when the sun goes yeah. off, and it's like accepting the inevitable. Mm. It's kind of like this. The way this is going, <laughs> isn't it? What do you mean? The the you you both know the outer wilds is not going to win this. You both know that the outer wilds is going out in round one. No, that's not true. Well, you do. Why? Because why? Because you've got four people that played and loved Life is Strange, and you've got two people that played and loved Outer Wilds, and two people that haven't but played. Outer Wilds it. is the better game, Dave. That that I, I don't it's believe the thing. that. It's but, the thing. <laughs> But that's not, that's, I mean, that's not the point, it's is also it? Entirely the point subjective. is, and it's like, that there is no way, there is absolutely no way Outer Worlds can win this. Well, no, I, I, I think it absolutely could and should. Yeah. Yeah. How? Or, okay, who's going to, who's going to change? Well, that's up to you. <laughs> how, how is it up to you? Well, okay, okay, so my answer is no one. <laughs> John, you, we are not, we're not going to change. It's just not going to happen. It's the inevitable. You've got to, you've got to be the bigger man's and say, <laughs> you, know, so you know what? You're right. We all loved Life is Strange too. I mean, yeah, had, but if, we, it, if it was um, if had, it was close, you're asking two people that if it was <laughs> to vote against a game that they loved for a game that they haven't played. It's not going to happen, is it? Yeah, we but had equally, equally, like, we had a Life is Strange too, like spoiler cast, where we all played it because we all loved it so much. We didn't do that for Outer Worlds. Yeah, because you haven't fucking it. played it. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, Sean. Exactly. This is this is the sun's going off. You've got to, you've got to sit on your outer wilds, look over, at, see life is strange coming, and go. Do you know what? It's the inevitable. I don't We've believe. I don't agree. And I don't. And outer wilds, like Matt says, it is easily one of the best games possibly of all time. The fact that it's going out in round one is Leave fucking off. bullshit. 
Well, that's what's happening. That's that, that, that is bullshit. And, you know, I mean, yes, we, we've all our life is strange too. It is excellent, but I I've played other life is strange. I haven't played another game like this. Yeah, like like Wait, life is Matt, life Matt, is strange too is, is Matt, great, Matt, Matt, and it's a listen. and it's a it's a very interesting and cool evolution of you know that that telltale model and we've talked about that and how how interesting the, interesting the final episode did but it's not it's not close to the outer wilds no one's asking that question though sean right you guys like outer wilds more than you do life mm-hmm. is strange we understand mm-hmm. that no one's arguing mm-hmm. that right but there's what what do you think's going to happen what do you think's going to happen? That either James and I are going to turn around and go, oh, yeah, no, actually, I will change my vote for a game that I don't... It's, you both know it's not going to happen. Because what really eats You've at me, right, is that I know James that- really likes sci-fi and this is just such a good fucking science fiction game. No one's arguing like, that. Yeah, we're, no, no one's saying it's a bad that. game or anything. We're just saying that Life is Strange 2 probably collectively meant more to all of us. What I, what I will say is that I went into this... And I'd, from what I played of Outer Worlds, I really didn't like it. Okay, but after hearing you guys talk about it, I'm thinking I need to go back to it. I need to go back to it, and I I totally take that on board, and that's that's fine. But we're talking here: how are we going to progress? There's a way that we can progress with Life is Strange going through. There's not a way that we can pro- progress without uh, without Outer Worlds going through. And you say it's bullshit, and that's fine, right? I get that, and I can't, I totally get your point of view, Sean and Matt, right? I'm not arguing with you about that, right? Because it, it, it kind of is bullshit because two of us haven't played it. But it's the only way we can go forward. It's the only logical. That's thing go the worst forward. thing about this fucking pod. It's like if we'd all played, <laughs> if we'd all played every game, this will be. We'd all. I mean, I, I, I'm confident we'd all absolutely love this. Yeah. The only thing that I would say to defend that is that I put about three hours into it, and it, I, re- I really didn't. It didn't click with me. Now, after hearing you talk about it, that makes me think. Okay, I need to give it more time, but. Those opening three hours for me were were uh, like a brick wall. They were like, okay, I, I I started out. I explored the first planet. I really liked it. First time I got into space, I had a great moment, you know. Um, and then I discovered a few things that that weren't. I don't think linked to the like. There's a bit where you. Uh, how do I describe this without spoiling it? There's a bit where you go into what looks like an asteroid, and it's all misty, and then you see a light. Mm. And you think, oh, that's weird. And then you head towards it and it, you're like, fucking hell, right? <laughs> you, that that moment yeah. was great. But since that moment, I went onto different planets and I, f- I found it really fiddly to play with. And I got really frustrated that I could be left in the middle of nowhere and would have to just start again, right? That's why I bounced off of it. So I'm, I'm not saying that that makes it a bad game because clearly I haven't experienced the game. Like th- what I experienced is me trying to work out the game and not understanding that there was all this amazing stuff in there. I get that. But you look at these two games, you look at the shows and the votes, and there is no way that Outer Wilds is going through. But I, I, I feel like... But what, Matt? But okay, what? Okay, I don't know what you can but, play. No, we all, we've all loved Life is Strange too. We've all loved it, but I've played previous Life is Strange games, and that that's just to say... That as a as a in terms of which one is like say like unique or provides a unique experience and contain experience, Outer Wilds is that. Matt, 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 no one's arguing that. No one's saying you're wrong. What we're saying is when you look at it logically, there's no possible way that Outer Wilds is going past Life is Strange too. I mean, 
Well, it's time to make deals. I don't know, like what? what, what? <laughs> no, there's not. I, I mean, I'll tell you now. There's no deal that can be done that makes me change my vote. But, but, um, but what, what do you like? Is this your game of the year? Life is strange too. Uh, probably not. What? What is? We can't say that mind now, you, can you? Mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to reveal that. Well, yet. whatever it is, I will support you in that game. <laughs> Because it's probably Luigi's Mansion Free, and that's up against Outer Worlds in the next round. If, it, <laughs> if Outer Worlds goes free, we don't know that, do we? That is huh? We don't know it's up against what in the next round, do we? Yeah, of course we do. Yeah, because they go one side of the tree or the other. Yeah, so it's always they go into set places rather than being drawn out. So whatever, oh, <laughs> so whatever wins in this, it will be against Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah. So there's no way Life is Strange 2 is going to win against Luigi's Mansion 3, is there? I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> don't bullshit. Know about that you do. Oh, you come do on, fucking know. But you just... Oh, 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 see what you're saying. Right, I see your point. Yeah, so if the logic applies to mm. this, then the logic must apply yeah. to that. Yeah, well, you're probably right then. You are probably right. Yeah. Um, so Life is Strange should uh, go. Yep. No, 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 absolutely not. Well, it's not oh, going. Oh, you disagree. Life is Strange should, is not going. should vote out of Wales. So all, all that's, no, that's left now... That's so ridiculous, because then we're just stuck in the same situation... But in the next round, instead, well, possibly we'll see. You, you, well, the, all that's left to decide for this round now: Life is Strange two versus the House of Wilds. All that's left. So to we've decide. made our decision, Dave. That's not. <laughs> yeah, no, all that's is left to a piece. All that, all that's left to decide is which one of you two are going to change your vote. Well, are you talking to, to James or? <laughs> why? I mean, why would I say you two? That's <laughs> just talking to James. One of you, you've got to change your vote. So you got to decide which one's going to do it. Well, we're not going to do that. No, I'm. I'm not going to be giving up on one of my favourite games of all time. Do you know if this if this was round two, I'd almost be tempted, but it's just it is fucking criminal. Do you know what fucks me off? Do you know what fucks me off the most, Sean? Right, last year we were in this situation. Mm. Last year we were in this exact situation, Mm. and it was Astrobot versus Red Dead, and I I was grown up enough to go. You know what? I see the way it's gone. I'll change from my personal game of the year to Astrobot. And neither of you are willing to do that. Okay, if this is going up against like Luigi's Mansion 3 in the next round, then, you know, but, but by you saying, switching your vote and saying, I'll vote for Outer Worlds, then I, I, I will... Um, I will do the same in the next round. So you, ba- you, Matt, you would basically... Matt, get that doesn't like, make any now, sense at all. You're saying you're saying that if I vote for Outwilds now, you'll vote for Luigi's Mansion in the next round. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying okay. if, if you well, want to get your you game this. further. Did you see that poll about who was the most uh, trustworthy? You were bottom of that. <laughs> yeah, but people love to hate me. No way I'm agreeing to that because you're full of shit. I'm not so full of shit. Problem, like, whatever I'm being you're offered sharp. is just... You know, I, I'm not sure if I can support this because it's just life is strange. We've all played it. We've all agreed that it was amazing, like that it was really good. So I don't see what the problem is here. Well, I guess the problem, the problem is I'm going to die on this hill called Outer Wilds. Yeah, the problem, like, it's not just another game that we like. No, like, come on, I've had this every year with any Yakuza game that I bring to this. And any time that I like any of those games, you're all just like, oh, whatever. That is a good point. So why should I care Like about, about you saying Outer Worlds is really good? Why should I care? Because you would fucking love it, James. Yeah, and you'd love it. You can't play it, Sean. <sighs> you both know that this is the, it can't happen. It's the way it goes. 
I mean, it, this kills me, but I agree with David in this case. <laughs> Fuck you, James. This is the, this is the, this is, the thing is, this is the computer game shows get game of the year. It's not your personal ones. Yeah, but the whole point of this is that we fight for our personal beliefs. Yeah, and but you've the got nothing to love. fight against. I have this game that I love, and it's incredibly special. Right. Okay. Are we going to change our vote for a game that we haven't played against a game that we both love? I mean, what, no. What's it going to take for you to change your vote to support this? What's it going to take? Um, you would. Well, you can't. You can't. You, you you saying that you'll do something is just pointless because you won't. We all know that. You have my words. No, you won't. No, you won't, Matt. We'll go through to the next round and go. Oh no, actually, I vote for Elwells. <laughs> I swear down this. I, I, if you, Matt, this, you can say what you want. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. But I've got nothing Zero else to trust. lose. Like, this is, this is it. Zero percent trust. I've got nothing else to lose. This is it for me. Right. We this can't game is it for do me. this all fucking night. I know Matt isn't going to back down. So. Uh, this is I, it for me. I feel fucking dirty doing this. <laughs> Feel awful. It's a brilliant game, Sean. I don't know what your problem is. The problem is I only enjoyed it. Sean, Sean, right? Yeah. I felt I felt awful last year when I switched my vote to Mm -hmm. Astrobot, and it's a terrible feeling. But it's the only way we're going to progress. Fine, and it it takes a point where it's for the good of the show more than anything else. Yeah, because no one needs to hear this go on any longer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, is, is it for the good of the show that we just back down a game we, we love and I, do I feel like we've year, made Matt. our point, Matt. I don't, there's nothing else we can do, is there? It's only 25 to 10, Sean. It's only, <laughs> yeah, but when we're going two hours, we're only, we're only halfway through round one. Yeah, but I've drunk half that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. Switch then. I'll make it no, worth a while. Yeah. <laughs> I love how Matt's what? just gone. I love Matt's just gone. Oh, James is pissed. Come on, James. <laughs> <laughs> James, right? Switch, and also let's go to a club. <laughs> right, I'm changing my fucking vote, and I'm, mm-hmm. I feel no, 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 Sean. Ill doing it. Sean, no, hang on, James. Matt, what, no, no, J- James, no... James, no, Sean, shut up, James. Do you have to live through where you are? James, do you have to, do you have to live through in Canterbury? We don't know, not where I live anyway. Would you have Uber Eats? Would you love a lovely McDonald's right now? <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I can get us into house right I'm now. Only because of where I live, only Just Eat delivers. There's no fine. Else. I've got so. Just Eat app, man. What, 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 what do you want? Pizza, burger, <laughs> Chinese. You know, if I had half a bottle of whiskey, I'd be loving a you know, cheeky little pizza with you. I can get us. Sent- I mean, what, what flavors do you like? Mighty meaty, pepperoni, <laughs> just cheese. <laughs> got your address. I can do. I can do. What I want. This is like well, the lamest version say. of swatting ever, but. I, I swear to God, <laughs> James. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got a fret, not bright. <laughs> James, you're gonna get into this game next at some point next year. You're gonna get round to it. You're gonna fucking love it, and you're gonna feel terrible about. What yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna kick yourself next year. So, wait, yeah. not as much as he did for Astrobot versus this, Red this Dead. Is, <laughs> Dave, shut up with last year's talk. We owed that last year. <laughs> shut up with last year's Red talk. Dead. Shut up with Red last year's talk. Bro. Round two, right? Red, Red Dead didn't go out in the first fucking round. That's what really kills me. Yeah. This game deserves more than that. Well, Sean's always here we are. anyway. Yeah, Sean's I've, official. Uh, yeah. Fucking caved. And I hate myself. What's next? So like I, Gears 5, Outer Wilds is out. I will never cave Let's, in this game. Uh, 
Matt, I I hope I don't even need to say I am genuinely sorry. Like, don't talk to me, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you ever fucking show your your face around this house ever again. (laughs) (laughs) The the next game on my list is Heave Ho, nominated by Sean Bell. Let's cheer ourselves up with a bit of Heave Ho, shall we? Yeah. Heave ho, it, like on paper, right? It's 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 nothing. Oh, it's a game. Paper, yeah. It's like a two D platformer. You co op with your mates. Each character is basically a face with two arms, which you control with your analog stick, and then you and you grab with with either hand with your your shoulder buttons, and you just get in round levels and obstacles. Uh, but you have to work together, right? So one person's got to go to the end, you know, an edge, and then someone's got to grab their hand, and then someone else has got to grab their hand. And it's, you know, the controls are kind of shit, but that's the point. Um, and you've got to really coordinate and plan things and work with the physics and swing each other around, people letting go at the right time, grabbing other things. Um, like, on, on paper, that's kind of it. Um, but I have not laughed as hard at any other game as I have at this. It is fucking hilarious playing this with other people. Like, I mean, don't play it on your own. We all, you know, we always get questions. Oh, but I haven't really got anyone to play it with. Is it worth playing on your own? You can, um, but don't. Um, like, it is just phenomenal how fucking funny it is. And, you know, like so many games where, you know, you're supposed to work together. Occasionally, you, people will fuck up and it's quite funny and you have a laugh about it. But after a while, you're like, right, come on, can we just, like, someone starts snapping, right? And someone's like, right, can we just, can we do this properly now? Can we get it done? I want to get on to the next bit. That point never comes with this game or it never has for me. It never stops being funny. Like, at every time you fuck up, it's hilarious. But, like, and, you know, progressing is also fun, obviously. Um, but I just, yeah. It's just endlessly hilarious. And obviously, and, and you know, and it's got little touches. Like if one person, ha- like everyone has to get to the goal in every level, right? It can't just be one person that makes it. You've all got to get there. And, you know, and then it does cool things. Like if one person gets to the end, there's like a switch. You can, you know, if you're quite good at the game, you can pull a switch and then it introduces other things that help the remaining players. So like it does want you to to progress and it does give you a little helping hand. Um, but it's just, I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. Like this is... Like, it doesn't replace, you know, something like Towerfall, which is, like, amazing as a a versus multiplayer game. Um, But, like, yeah, any situation now where I've got multiple friends in the same room and a telly, like, that, this is the first game I will insist on them all playing, like, 100%. I absolutely adore it. Um, Go on, Dave, sorry, you're going to... I can't agree with you enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I played a lot of this with Harry more than anyone else. Um, Yeah. And we were curled up on the sofa, just the hardest laughing from both of us at times, you know, <laughs> to the point where I had tears in my eyes, to the mm. point where I was really struggling on a, le- on a level that he'd done. Like, he was waiting <laughs> in the goal, finally getting to the other side and him letting off a fart and bouncing me out of the goal <laughs> was just, honestly, I struggling to breathe. I was laughing so much. Um, and then, you know, my wife joined in and it was the three of us playing it. And again, just watching, because she was really struggling, obviously. And we were, <laughs> the amount of times she would, like, link hands with Harry, who was swinging, and Harry would let go of the wrong play and yeah. either drop her or they both fly off the honestly physical humor in this slapstick humor in this is just 
so good and because mm. it's not scripted it makes it even better um you know from and, and it has great achievement moments as well like when you manage mm. to fling your partner over a whole obstacle course <laughs> and they land directly into the goal like the cheers that go up mm. um i did a I, so it seems now that i'm a child's entertainer for children's parties because i've done two <laughs> this year and um, one of them was a gaming party and I had to pick a bunch of games. And I thought, you know what would be good? If it was all the kids versus me. It was like a seven-year-old's birthday party. Mm. Uh, all the kids versus me. So we played FIFA. And they were all on one team against me. And we played <laughs> um, uh, we played Fortnite. And they had to get into the top 20 uh, to, to gain a point and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then we, one of those games was Heave Ho. And I said, mm. right, you have to get to the end of this world within 15 minutes. And just the laughter and the screaming coming from... I, I'll, I will talk about this party again a little bit later, definitely. But um, the laughter and the screaming and just... It was just a really great experience. I mean, we, we played it at the Expo, which is just about as good as it gets for an experience at an Expo. Because mm. it was one of those games... It reminded me of when you guys played um, Snippet Clips, where yeah. you'd start playing... And you'd have a couple of people waiting behind you to play it. But then all of a sudden, you you so it happens, you start laughing and you hear everyone laughing behind you. <laughs> and you look around and there's a fucking audience watching you play it. <laughs> um, that's the sort of game it is. I mean, Heave Ho is essential. If, you, if, you're, if you're in a position where you can play local multiplayer, then Heave Ho is yeah. essential. Yeah. But also there's way more to it as well. Like there's bonus uh, stuff in there that, is really just for a laugh. Um, there's coins started about the place that you can chuck into yeah, yeah. the goal, and if you get that coin, you then use it on a slot machine to unlock like different skins and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's way more to it than just that, and I didn't get massively far into it because it obviously gets way more way too complex for Harry. So we would yeah. just do the same levels over and over again and still <laughs> really love it. Yeah. So I mean, that says a lot. Heave Ho is essential. If you've got a Switch and a bunch of people, you could play it on one Joy-Con uh, without any trouble. I mean, it's yeah. a bit yeah, of a it doesn't feel like a, hands, Yeah, because there's a lot of you know local multiplayer games on the Switch where you can just use one Joy-Con each, but it's a it's a fucking struggle, isn't it? Whereas with this, it's, yeah, totally Yeah, adequate. I mean, the only struggle is that the buttons aren't nice to hold down for a long period of time. Oh, yeah, top, you need the, um, yeah, the little... Oh, yeah, you can't use it. I, I mean, I don't on, understand yeah. people that do... Use the Joy-Con without that little sliding yeah. thing on the top. Yeah, it's yeah. mental, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, essential. Great game. Great yep. game. Yep. What's it up against? It's got to be one of mine, isn't it? <laughs> Why do you say that every fucking time? <laughs> well, no, because everyone everyone's talked so far apart oh, from wow. me, so it's got to be Mario one of mine, Maker isn't it? Two. Ooh. Oh, uh, that's one okay. of mine. So um, <laughs> I was a big fan of Mario Maker on the Wii U. Uh, great, great fun. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, I felt that after a while, you know those um, uh, question mark mushrooms that you got in Mario Maker? I mean, they were good, don't get me wrong, but you found them just being needlessly chucked into a million levels. So initially I was a bit disappointed that they weren't in Mario Maker 2, but ultimately I think that was probably the right decision because um, Mario Maker 2 took what Mario Maker did and although... It's a slight step back in terms of control, just by the nature of what you're playing on. Um, you know, that Wii U pad was perfect for designing levels because 
you had it on the screen and you were drawing in the tablet and the it just feels better to um to draw on that tablet than it does on the switch uh even when you get a, get a stylus in every other aspect of that game they've improved it the single player stuff like the stuff designed by nintendo is beyond good the levels seem to be more and more creative uh even more so than um than what you had in Mario Maker. And I, I think most importantly, they really sorted out the difficulty uh, in this. So if I go into easy levels uh, on, you know, the 100 Mario Challenge or whatever it is, um, it's just the, the, the level, like the difficulty of that level matched what you, what you want. Um, there was a, that was a problem with Mario Maker sometimes. Like you'd you'd play it and you come across one level and you just think this is too fucking hard, like out of nowhere, and it was really frustrating. Um, whereas this, it seems to be consistent, so I can play it for longer periods of time without getting just pissed off. Um, the only negative was the multiplayer, and and that's only really a negative because like with when multiplayer games, are, uh, when multiplayer modes in single player games are shit, right? You you get a bit. Like you just can just ignore them, but the idea behind the multiplayer in Mario Maker Two, like the the actual game they put in there, is fucking brilliant. It just doesn't work, and that is quite <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you take that away, like if you ignore that, the hundreds of hours you can put into this game without even. I mean, we've all, but most of us have played it, and we've all had that moment where you're like, ah. Uh, not really into making stuff in games. I think I'll just play it, but let me just have a quick look at what you can do. And then snap two hours later and you're still testing pipes out and putting blocks in different places. That doesn't work. This works, but that, that should be that. It's just absolutely phenomenal. I, lo- I love my time with Mario Maker 2 and um, I haven't gone back to it in recent months, but that Zelda stuff they put in there looks fucking good. Yeah, basically that's like a whole of the game right yeah, pretty much yeah, like apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it changes it so much that it feels like a completely new game yeah i mean yeah. Like, the whole like um legend of zelda maker has been rumored or maybe just desired for a long time do you reckon it's like a test uh no no because uh, no, i i'll tell you why because they used to do stuff like this with mario maker all the time where they just add something mental in and it mm. would completely change yeah. change courses you mm. know it would just blow everyone's mind and then you'd see a whole direction of creativity in a different direction. So it doesn't feel like, ah, we should test out it. It feels like, well, this is what Mario Maker does. <laughs> you know, this is just mm. what we're doing. It's a similar thing we're doing for Mario Maker 2. Um, I, I said, like, I played it yesterday because, I mean, that was the other thing as well. And I guess um, the reason why this sort of pushed up into the, my top four was uh, because, like, my nephew loves it. And mm-hmm. every now and then I'm around my brother's house or whatever, and he'll just come up to me with his switch and go, oh, can you play my level I just made? And I'll sit and I'll play in front <laughs> of him. And for a long period of time, I would come home from work and Harry would turn around to me and said, oh, I created you a new level. And we would sit there and play it together. And, you know, it wouldn't always work. <laughs> and some of them were just long roads that you pick up a star and then just run through a billion enemies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we just enjoyed that time that like the fact that he's made something like that and he really wants me to play it and he loved watching me play his level mm. um it was yeah it was it's great um it's great and sharing levels is easy and your streams sean were great uh that yeah. that um tcgs level yeah uh, was just absolutely unbelievable um 
so yeah, I mean, uh, it's Mario Maker. And although, you know, most of what I love about Mario Maker 2 uh, was in Mario Maker 1, um, I still feel it does enough to justify it for Game of the Year this year. Definitely. But it also had, like, excellent single player as yeah, well. Yeah, but that's what I was like, saying. The yeah. story mode like, yeah, in yeah. it yeah. is fucking that brilliant. That campaign was, was, was really yeah, good. Like, really it was good. some of, like, that was, like, top-tier, like, 2D Mario stuff. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of the stuff. But in, in the that spirit just... of, like, it wasn't just another Mario game. It was in the spirit of that sort of ROM hacking, you know, that that sort well, of approach to level design. Well, it's what made it so interesting because and, yeah. it's Nintendo mm. creating a Mario game where they've got license to be fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And and they nailed it. They nailed it because they knew what they were doing. And yeah, it was just. Yeah, yeah. I played a lot of games this year, but this and and also Luigi's Mansion are the two lo- sort of major blind spots. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm going to get both over the next like, couple of months. I, I don't know what the release schedule's like for January. I'm hoping it's quiet so I can like catch up on this and, and Luigi's if I haven't got. I'd it. love to play. Mm-hmm. Ma- I, I'd I'd love to. Um, I'd love for you to get Mario Maker Two, Matt, because it'll get me back into it. Because what I'd want to do is design new levels, and as Sean knows, as Sean knows. I have a, a like. No, I'm not trying to big myself up here, but I have quite a good understanding of difficulty. So <laughs> when I say I want to make you a level, I'm not going to make you a level that is just just ridiculous that you're not going to get through. What I want you to do is play it and have fun with it, and it have mm. some nice clever things in it that you that you think that you think oh that's cool, yeah. And 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 try and find that sweet spot of ah oh, this is I'm dying a lot. But I can totally see what I need to do. I will say that you know, that aspect of it is a bit that sort of interests me the least uh, in terms of like I, I basically I was way more interested in this because it was a single player campaign, and maybe that enough will be enough for actually to inspire me to want to play other levels and or create my own. But um, like that that part, I've never really done much for me because I know I'm not really going to just be bothering to make levels. Maybe if there's the, cool yeah, but the people that say play. that, I'll say this right: the people that say that haven't tried it out. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I, because I, I, I when really, you start I, making levels in this, it, as I say, when you when I play other games that ask you to create content, it feels like someone's coming up to you and saying, "Can you draw this really nice picture?" And you're like, "Well, no, I can't <laughs> yeah. because yeah. It, I haven't got the skill or the imagination to pull this off." Mm. Whereas on this, it feels like, "Can you doodle on a bit of paper?" And yeah. you doodle, and all of a sudden you're lost in this little doodle, and you're just like, ah. Oh, but like the golf, yeah, uh, that example really you get there feels even worse. This because like not just you know, could you create something in say Little Big Planet? No, this is like, can you create a Mario level? <laughs> can you create some of the greatest ever like two D platforming levels? No, you time? don't need to. No, it's it's the That's other way around the though, because yeah, because the restrictions make it feel approachable. Because Little Big Planet was just like, here's a whole like you can basically build entire games in this if you really wanted to. Whereas this is like, you know the building blocks of a Mario level, and that's what makes it work. It's the the fact that it is relatively restrictive compared to something like Little Big Planet. Like it's not a you know, a full like create your own game tool. It's but it's yeah, it's the context and the the limits on it that make it work. And and what I'm talking about with that analogy is not so much what you're presenting at the end of it. It's mm. more that if I was trying to draw a really detailed picture, I'd get frustrated with myself. When I'm yeah. doodling, I'm having fun, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm adding little bits and keep, yeah, yeah, keep, keep up the doodling. doodling. But you know what I'm saying? It's it's <laughs> it's genuinely fun to put these things together because the tools that they give you are fun to use and the little sound effects and all that sort of shit that goes into it. Mm. And you go from ah, oh, I'll just scribble a bit and I'll do this to going 
actually, if I remove that, and I, let me test that out and see if that works. And that works. That's really cool. It's just beautiful. Like, the fact that you can just press one button and you're suddenly in the level yeah. to test something out. And then you press one button and you, you can just edit it and change things on the fly like that. It's such an important thing in these sort of things. Mm. If, if you want, like, more people to create for your stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. Little Big Planet Dreams and stuff like that is way more complex and way more the, the result of that is some more impressive stuff like you there's not much in this that you'll go wow that's blown my mind i mean there's some incredible stuff in there but a lot of it is just mario levels right but the enjoyment of playing through them is great and and when a friend someone you know hands you a code to play their mario level all you're thinking about is them creating that level, and it is—it feels so personal. It's, mm. um, yeah, really, really good, really good. I—I uh, I, I think it's been overlooked a lot because the buzz came with Mario Maker One, and this is more of the same with some improvements. Um, but you can't understate. Do you think that- the sort of—I um, know at launch there was like um, issues with like, the multiplayer, and like was that like yeah, the multiplayer's fucked. It's is still it, fucked. It's yeah. a bit of a shame that wasn't there at launch. I think that. That really hindered it and sort of affected it. The, 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 multi, the multiplayer, the multiplayer shit. You can't even consider it. It's fucking dog shit. It doesn't matter though, does it? Because really, it's, it's it really about, doesn't matter. It probably doesn't. Really but I think that affected grid. it at launch because I put like, oh, you can't play your friend. Was it? There was a thing you couldn't play your friends' levels or couldn't. Um... No, no, you could play your friends' levels. You couldn't no, you could play that. the competitive multiplayer mode with your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but you wouldn't want to anyway because it was a laggy piece of shit. <laughs> Um, but also, they've added like they continuously keep adding new stuff to it all the time as well, which is really good. And also, yeah, they've what what they had, they had the, like the Zelda stuff there recently, didn't they? Yeah, which yeah, was yeah. which was yeah. which and was that, great. That, that all sounds great. I can't wait to give that a try. And also, official accounts as well, like where Nintendo are like you know sort of pumping out their own levels and stuff. Which I need to get onto that then because I didn't even know that. Yeah, you can follow them. They're they're good. That's great. Stuff there. Right, I mean, right. Matt, I do need to. I, I could lend you the game. Yeah, I mean, I, so I, was, I wasn't going to bring that, but yeah, like you said, yeah, I'll lend you it. Lend you it. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm I really excited should, to play should this. Have done that. But it didn't Please happen. just remind me, and I'll send it to you because it's it's so good. Okay. It's it's brilliant. I can't I can't wait to see what you create. But I, I think, cannot I, wait. I don't see. think I would, but 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 maybe the game is so good that actually will inspire me to do that. But right now, not is having it, not played it, it I think it's not making levels. No. It's not about being inspired, Matt. Trust me. Like, it's hard to explain, but it's not about being inspired. It's about you going, oh, right, all I've got to do is draw. This is really easy to create. And then suddenly getting lost in it and just thinking, you're not sitting there going, hmm, what's going to be a great idea here? Not initially, anyway. Initially, you're going, this is really fun, just like drawing little Mario things and then pressing play and then being able to play it. Like, it's just really fun. And then you just get lost. Like, I'm like you. I don't like making stuff in games. I like playing games. But when making stuff feels like you're playing it, it's a completely different experience. Um, so I think you'll be surprised. I think, I think you'll, you'll create some levels. And I want to see them. And there's, the cool thing is, is there's no judgment. Like, there are times where we go, oh, maybe try this, maybe try that. But there's, uh, who cares? Like, really? It's um, that's not true. You ripped the piss out of my levels. <laughs> yeah, but was, one of your levels was fucking dog shit, right? Okay. <laughs> Prick. But, well, there was two ways to go, and one of the ways was just you couldn't get past, and it was like, well, what's the? F-? Anyway, voting. Heath Ho mm. or Mario Maker Two, Sean. 
Uh, do you know this is probably the one where I I love Heave Ho, but I think I'm happy to chuck it under the bus on this occasion. Um, oh. Mario Maker Two is is absolutely superb. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Mario Maker Two. I was almost tempted to do the same. Yeah, like I I I, re- I had so much fun with Heave Ho this year. Mm-hmm. So much fun, like. It's again. It's it's another one. I'm I'm just happy to have brought it up again so that people know it wasn't just a flash in the pan. Like yeah, it oh, we, we played be, it one yeah. weekend and then forgot about it. Like it's it really is that good. Like, it deserved to be on the list, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted it to go further than round one, but yeah. I I've got to vote Mario Maker too. Yeah, Matt. Uh, I mean, I think out of two, I'm gonna get Mario Maker two. James, same. <laughs> Heath has gone. Shame. It is, but as I say, I'm I'm just glad to have had the conversation about it again, you know? Cool. Right, we're all still good to carry on? Does anyone need the toilet? Mara's fucking around. I might just see if she needs to go out. I'm going to go to the toilet. I think I I might go to the toilet. Oh, James has just texted me and said that he's absolutely fucking hammered. (laughs) He's been like tweeting, he's had half a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible (sighs) hello who's there hello who's back hello Matt (laughs) (laughs) James you are hammered this was a terrible idea, like a really bad idea. I haven't even got to explaining my games yet. This is what this is a terrible idea. <laughs> You're Are you there, Sean? Where's Sean? How bad are you, James? I'm fine. It's all right. I can do it. Fine. <laughs> you sound absolutely fine. fucked. Hang on. Have you had it with Coke or what have you done? Just drinking it, no? What? You know, it's fine. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's You're fine. Not- no, it's not fine. Sorry, I mean this was I mean, not my intention is. at all. I mean, it is. It's funny. You've got a mixer, mate. <laughs> it's not my intention. Like what I was intending to do, I didn't know that all my games were going to get pulled out last, so I thought it was going to be fine. But now they've all been pulled out last, and I'm screwed, and I don't know what to do. Surely <laughs> <laughs> you're back. Never- but- Come on, can we get on with it, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do a sick. <laughs> oh god alright okay ready yeah yeah <laughs> uh, what happened anyway last I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> can we keep um, that in yes yes yeah <laughs> we've so just had a break back. everyone <laughs> um, James is fucking mullered I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> James, you won't explain what you've done. We're, we're, we're basically two and a half hours into this recording. James is a man that I've seen get genuinely pissed on one beer. What have you done tonight, James? I've drunk three quarters of a bottle of whiskey. Fucking hell. That <laughs> neat. There wasn't Fucking even a mixer, hell. James. What, like a big bottle? No, it's not a big bottle. It's, it's not like, like 35 centiliter half bowl. Yeah, it. it's only 355 milliliters, so it's not like massive. But, but he yeah. has drunk half of it neat, so. No, three quarters, but you know, oh it's. It was half about five minutes ago. James, you'd slow down. Well, no, Have you got some water with you? Is I was not anticipating having to go last with all my games. Like, I, I thought they'd get pulled out earlier but, and this would be fine. But were you anticipating <laughs> recording 
at say five past ten at night because that'd be a fair assumption. Well, I thought, but I thought it'd be fine. It turns out it's maybe not. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, our game of the year show, and uh, like the game might be influenced by alcohol. <laughs> like, I mean, the game it's gonna be at the end and like, okay, so Matt, where do you vote? Sean, where do you vote? Dave, where do you vote? Uh, James, and just hear snoring. <laughs> James, just we hear like, that right up in the corner. Hi. <laughs> Mega two. <laughs> 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 Dave, you just made me spat whiskey out all over my computer. Yeah, I, I hate when I make you spat whiskey. Yeah. I can't if you made me spat whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> right, we can't get. We can't actually come round and pump your stomach. So the best thing we do is make you spit every time you swallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, is that delivery pizza still on? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> right, the next game I've got in front of me is Untitled Goose Game. It's mine. So you get back to your whiskey. Um, no, 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 no. Do not get back to the whiskey. Have some water. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm done. It's fine. No, he's not. He's oh, not. Done, he's going to finish the bottle. Like, what, hammered or just, like, you're done drinking for type two? I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm just okay. get a mix- mixer or have some <laughs> water. <laughs> Untitled Goose Game is bloody brilliant, isn't it? It is bloody brilliant. Like <laughs> It's very good. It's one of those games where we'd mm. fall. Ah, oh, it's wacky. The last thing it is is wacky. It's not wacky in the slightest. Um... We all worried that it was going to be like a, a what was it that goat simulator style game? It's just not. It's just I can't think of a game that's come out in on this gen that has got tone so spot on. Like it, it sets its stall out and it keeps to it religiously and it pulls it off at every turn. The 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 characters in it are hilarious. The the um. Incidental, the stuff that it wants you to do is funny. The stuff that it doesn't even suggest that you do is funny. It's. <sighs> if you saw this game, right, Untitled Goose Game, it's it's essentially a puzzle game where you've got to work out seri- a series of different things to do to piss off local villagers as a goose. Um, it looks beautiful because it's got this sort of very flat. Um, uh, mm. cartoony pastel colour thing going on so it looks pretty unique but it works so well with the animation that that, uh, that surrounds it it's it, it's just got this insane charm like I found it so charming throughout the whole you know it's only like three hours long but those three hours are just I didn't have a smile like the, the smile was on my face from start to finish um, I was just grinning from ear to ear, and I, I just think it's uh, it was a massive surprise because I, I think we heard about this game and then we saw it at Resed, and all of a sudden there was a crowd of people just watching what was going on on the screen, and everyone was laughing. It was one of those, and I was mm. just like, I wasn't expecting that. I I thought this was going to be a silly little game, and it's so much more than that. It 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 completely blew me away, and by the end of it, I just. I mean, the ending, uh, there's been some great endings to games this year. No doubt this is up there with them because it just that final little elbow in the ribs and a wink. And I just thought you didn't go too far. You could have. You didn't go too far. You got the tone perfect. Um, And as James said, the the way you put it is it's a children's book. You're playing a children's book. And uh, I, I think that's the best description I've heard of that game. 
Um, that's not a negative, by the way. Like you, you uh, for, for some every now and then, you know, when you're reading books to your kids, you'll find one that you think is genuinely quite funny and sweet and charming, and you quite mm. enjoy reading that every night. Um, like the majority of them are like shit. Like the alligator goes to school <laughs> and the alligator fell over, <laughs> and it's like it's just like oh, fucking hell. But then you get to have, like King Baby or <laughs> or um, uh, Monkey Puzzle that you absolutely adore and you just it gets everything right and you're like I want to read this every night to this kid it's great <laughs> um, Untitled Goose Game is that I, I think the title is the worst thing about it because it's too wacky it is too wacky yeah it's, it's something sort of it does smug about wacky. it yeah, yeah it doesn't actually I mean, fit the, the tone the, of the game the um, Goosey, Goosey Gander was one of the names that they proposed to it that would have been fine because that fits in with the tone. You know, it's not all right. It's a bit cheesy or whatever, but it's not. Like, Untitled Goose Game sounds like we're different, and it is unique, but it is yeah. not. And and just it, it is titled. That is the title. No, Doesn't I know, but you need, it's sense. supposed to be. A, <laughs> I'd, pre- I'd prefer it if they. I'd... No, I know it's supposed to be. Dead. I mean, maybe it's just that. Yeah, it was you know originally untitled, but then that trailer came out. Calling it Untitled Goose Game, yeah, they did so well. They just sort of went, "Well, why rename it at this yeah, point?" I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just but, thought, um, I just thought, yeah, that's the weirdest thing about it, the title, because the rest of it makes so much sense and works so well, and is so full of just this beautiful visual comedy that half of you, half of it is intentional mm. and half of it you're making yourself. It, it just, yeah. The first yeah. time you go in the shop, man. The, the the TV shop is I haven't met anyone that hasn't laughed at that and <laughs> um, I said that it was going to come back again uh, to come up again later in the show but that that children's party that I was hosting um, one of the games on it was Untitled Goose Game and I said right you've got ten minutes to get to mm-hmm. the next to the second area so to do the garden bit and <laughs> at one point all the kids were screaming at the screen while someone was dragging a rake, going, rake in the lake, rake <laughs> in the lake. And when the kid that was controlling it got the rake in the lake, it was like a goal had just gone in at Wembley. Like, everyone just went nuts. Everyone was laughing. And um, that game is just pure joy, pure joy. Uh, I'm so glad I played it. Who else? So, Sean, did you only play the first little bit, right? Uh, I did, and just never got time to go back to it. Well, I didn't get time, but, you know, just other stuff came up uh i do really want well, to the though. good the good news is it's coming to game pass so oh is it okay no, I've, i mean i've got it um i've got it on switch oh, oh you own it yeah 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 i do own it i just yeah just haven't had a chance to um oh play, play through it, it. Then. i don't know, yeah, I know it's no. only quite short right oh god yeah it's like three hours long yeah no which is great perfect i'm <laughs> quite happy with that but such a great experience from start to finish it's it's matt did you play i did um i enjoyed oh, it did, but yeah but um, but probably not as much as you guys did. I I thought it was good, um, but it never really got me. I think in the same way it's got you and obviously plenty of others. I was good, and I'm I'm really glad I played it. But it it didn't dead it didn't inside dead inside. Um, James, <laughs> I played it and finished it and thought it was tremendous. Yeah, mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Very good game. But what's it up against? That's the question oh, we're all asking. Uh, yeah, at TCGS Towers, Fire Emblem Free Houses. <laughs> the wild card choice. It is the wild card. Uh, wild card. Wild card. Wild card choice. There we go. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> See, this is the problem because Sean is probably the better person to talk about this. Well, why didn't you let him have the game, you, James? We well, I should have done. This is what should have happened because he was more definitely more into it than me. But Sean's I would like do to... a better argument than you are in this case. But no, it's, <laughs> it's definitely worth consideration though because I mean the approach that they take of providing like I mean you got the war from like different perspectives, which is really very interesting, and the way that relationships are built throughout is. Very well crafted. I thought I did enjoy that quite a lot. And the other thing that I mean, a lot of people complained about this, but I was quite into the whole like less focus on romantic relationships because that was like a big deal, wasn't it? From mm. Fire Emblem uh, Awakenings, Sean. That's right, yeah. Whereas with this, yeah. they don't yeah. really yeah, focus yeah. on it quite so much. And I know I, th- I thought that that kind of worked, and I did like the way that the way that all the maps are sort of generated in a sense that they're very well balanced, and there are different strategies that you can use to like you know. You can try like different strategies for each each of those, which kind of shows that the combat system is quite diverse, which uh, which works very well. I mean, I don't think it really reaches the heights of Fire Emblem Awakenings, but I think it should be considered because it still is an excellent game. I still think it was it was worth going through. I mean, Sean, do you have anything to add? Because you were definitely like much more into this than I was. Yeah, so this is famously this is the game I had to trade in because I wouldn't shut up about it every week on the show, and I wasn't getting anything else played um it was just it was my go-to game for um, at least like what two months something like that it was getting ridiculous um like so i had to just get rid of it because i was like well into my second playthrough uh playing it on hard mode absolutely loved it um the difficulty level thing was weird like the you know I'm all for games that have like, you know, rather than calling like a difficulty mode easy because people, you know, there's kind of a negative stigma around that. I'm all for games that just go like normal, hard, very hard or whatever. Um, But that, yeah, the normal difficulty mode here is really quite easy. um, If you've played any of the previous games in the series, at least. Um, So, yeah, sort of did one playthrough on normal, um, like really enjoyed it, um, but it, it really wasn't too... Uh, taxing but then yeah playing through it again on hard like it's oh, it's fucking great and the yeah like you say that the story is like uh, it's so close to being anime wank but like the fact that you know people were having sort of jokey arguments about which of the the factions represented you know like the tories or labor <laughs> or, the Dems tories, or whatever yeah, and like <laughs> well yeah kind of <laughs> but it like and although that was mostly like as a joke, like there are like really interesting conversations to be had there about like you know you can because you can play the story from any perspective and no one's wrong as such, but like you might have a favorite based on your own political leanings or just how you've interpreted um, you know certain events or certain points of view in the world, um, and it's it really is quite rich. Um, and it, and it's fascinating, you know, playing through from you know as, as one house and thinking you know what the deal is with certain other characters from other houses, but then playing through you know as their houses, and suddenly you get a totally new perspective on them. Um, like it's okay on the what you could call it like a, a cheap way of making you replay the game several times over, um, but I, I think it really works. I think I think it's a really fascinating way of doing it. And as I say, there. are like I, I could sit down and, and have like an in-depth argument with people about which side is correct, um, which of course none of them are hundred percent, and that's that's why it's fascinating. Um, 
as you say, it probably doesn't quite hit the the highs of, of of awakening. It was a shame that you know when you get your units to assist each other in combat, and you know in awakenings and in a lot of the other Fire Emblem games, that was like when you're viewing the combat encounter, that was like you know these cool little events would take place where like one character would dive in and take a hit for someone else, or they'd join in with an attack or something like that, and that was really cool and exciting. In this, you just get a stat boost if you've got other allies assisting you. That's sort of lame. Um, but yeah overall I just found it hugely addictive like James says the emphasis on just friendship over romance um, was was really nice because in previous games it's like who do you want to have sex with um, well there's certainly an awakening I think that was the only one that you know it was implied that actual relations occur because yeah, your children yeah, appear people, later in the game is, yeah, um, yeah um, whereas in this it's just yeah it's just wholesome friendships and then kind of at the end it's like you know, you pick someone and you sort of, you know, get married off to them, I guess. But it's really not like a major point in the story. It's just a, a thing they added at the end, probably because they knew people would kick off if it wasn't in there. It's, yeah, and it's much more just about being mates with, with your, you know, your team and getting to know them and like helping them through their problems and stuff like that. And it's, yeah, it's just really nice and, and I think, wholesome. I think, I think also like the fact that when you see the other sides from just from your side, you know, you're, you're looking at this, like the way they behave and the actions they take. And you're kind of like, this person is just mm. clearly an utter bastard or whatever. But then when you're, when you're <laughs> playing, you know, from their perspective, it is, you know, there, there are reasons for it. You know, there's justifications for it. It's not yeah, quite which that is... simple. Yeah, 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 totally. And it doesn't, a lot of them, it's not just like, oh, they're, they are the enemy. Like, cause you have, you know, the, like half the game, you're still at the yeah. same school with everyone. Um, and you're still, yeah, okay, you're different factions, but you're not really enemies. You're just kind of not yeah, as competing involved with each other, aren't you? It's some, like, you know, the other yeah, houses. house rivalry. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's friendly competition. Yeah, but then that and that sort of friendly rivalry is then sort of echoed and sort of played out beautifully in the second half, where things maybe get a little bit more um, serious. Um, yeah, I, I think it's great. I think it's incredibly addictive, which in and of itself, I don't normally consider a plus point. But it was well, no, it wasn't addictive. It was just compelling. You know what? It was like I just always wanted to do more but of also it. um it's it's another one of those point. games where you, yeah, you know there's a lot of sort of replayability to it and then you can keep going back to it and trying different strategies and stuff with which yeah, yeah. you don't get really so much i mean it's a shame because like advance wars is mm. done like isn't it well we're not we're probably not going to see another one of those and yeah. this is this does feel kind yeah. of like the closest i think you can kind of get to that at the moment really on the switch yeah it's great totally but it's time to vote sean which way are you going Oh, I was hoping oh, you're going to do me last. Nope, um, I'm going to do you first. Well, you might be playing on Total Goose Game anyway, so it's fine. It's true. I, yeah, I I can't really. I like I love on Total Goose Game, as you say, like Dave. It was that that fact that we all went in thinking, oh, it's going to be one of them fucking games for streamers, where it's like, oh, it's zany, isn't it? Uh, the fact that it actually, um, like has like a really smart and often like sort of understated but occasionally like you know the sense of humor is quite understated but then often there's just really stupid slapstick stuff as well yeah yeah um like it is a fantastic game but yeah like it's just for the amount of time i put into fire emblem i've got to vote for that haven't i matt fire emblem woo i'm voting untitled goose game mm-hmm. james um obviously fire emblem isn't it shit why obviously well because i'm the one who nominated it well, <laughs> you put it as yeah. your wild card, but it's a good game. I d- I think that's the wrong decision, well, James. I don't care because that's what I'm voting for. <laughs> no, I know you don't, and I'm not. I'd like, I'm not. I'm not expecting you to switch, but I think it's the wrong decision. You know, <coughs> I, uh, Fire Emblem sounds like a good game. Don't get me wrong, 
but it sounds like a new Fire Emblem game, whereas this was so incredibly unique that I, I you know, and wonderful from start to finish. It's um, I know what you mean, and certainly Untitled Goose Game going out first round is quite sore. Um, but yeah, no, I've got to vote Fire Emblem. And it's, you're saying you're unique. That, that, that's, uh, oh, don't go back to that again, Matt. Come on. Well, you, you know it's a different. I'm not fucking crying about it, Matt. Right. <laughs> I mean, you are. Are you just trying to hide it? No, no, I'm fine. I mean, I love Untitled Goose Game. If it would be up there, in, it would probably make the final in mine. But... Um, you know, whatever. I, it's for the it's for the show. Let's see what the next game is. <laughs> Understand it. That's what I'm dreaming to see. Judgment. Brilliant. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be Judgment versus The Walking Dead, isn't it? It's like that's what's gonna happen. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Cause we get we get thirty minutes of you just talking. Because <laughs> it's been incredible <laughs> so far. Arguing with himself. This is what I was worried about. Because this is this is terrible. Because the thing is, is I mean, I know that Judgment is a really tough sell because none of you. It's have, also like, a really this. hard title to say when you're pissed. <laughs> it's yeah. thing is, it's not a hard sell, James, because I I am up for this. I just it's just time. Really? Why? Because like the like yeah okay Yakuza five minutes I, of know, Yakuza put, you like, played that you didn't go back to yeah, I mean but I did on. really like it and, and I'm didn't. way more behind the idea of like that but you're playing a detective rather than a, a crime boss so okay you know on, I'm, I'm on, theoretically James. I'm oh, he's sobering up we need to get him on mic as soon as we can Sean this is this is gonna be a mess I'm gonna explain why I like this game this is really hard why did you do this you know you can't drink because I didn't know it was gonna be right at the end did I I thought it was gonna be fine it's not fine. right at the end we're about halfway through we're not even in the quarterfinals <laughs> I didn't know that I was gonna be doing these last I thought I'd be first <laughs> ah god okay anyway just do your best mate yeah deep breath okay here we go, go. At least so one anyway, of you, one of us wants you to succeed. Go on. The thing is with Judgment <laughs> is that I mean it sets in Kamarucho, which feels like it's improved with every iteration because they've really like they've really completely nailed that to this point, and it's brilliant to see another story that's in this setting. Because one of the things I was thinking about with this game, compared with other games we played before, was Grand Theft Auto Four. Now the reason I mean that is not so much because of the gameplay mechanics or anything, but in the sense that. I remember saying that with Grand Theft Auto 4, there was it always felt like there was the opportunity for more stories to be told in that city and like stories from like different perspectives and everything. And that's what I feel they've managed to do with Judgment. Like they've really managed to sort of like look at a different side of the city, but then take it you know from this side of a detective instead. And it manages to balance like the really weird sort of the side mission stuff with a really compelling story that shows the city and its people in a very different light, which is kind of nice. And, I mean, the thing is, is the side missions are some of the best that I've played in, in like, any of these Yakuza-style games, and it's the first time that I've tried to complete all of them, and I didn't want the story to end. I mean, I remember, like, I tweeted a picture of, like, the end of this game, and it was just like, I'm, I'm really sad that it's gone, because... It's one of those. It's one of those worlds where it's like you know, every time that you have like a really like sort of a crap day or whatever thing, you want to kind of escape to this, because the story, although it's not like maybe as personally impacting as like something like Life is Strange, it's. I really feel it's like the quality of a really good drama series, and it's just 
Mm-hmm. So well put together, you know the way the, you know, and even things like the combat <coughs> systems, the detective stuff that that they added to the game also worked reasonably well, like through most of it. And it's something which I think they can explore, you know, in in later games. But it's just you feel that you have so much agency in this, you know, compared with maybe even with like Grand Theft Auto, you feel like you have more sort of like influence on what's going on in the world. And it may not be my favourite game in this series, but it's definitely like one of the best games I've played this year because I couldn't stop. You know, it's like every every night I came back and I, I, I mean, even my wife was sitting there watching me play it because, I mean, Chen hates games, but this she found interesting, mostly because of the story, um, because they, they really told something, you know, like an interesting sort of... Um, yeah, development with that. It was good. It's a very good game. I enjoyed it very much. Cool. Should we see what it's up against? The Walking Dead final season. Go on. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of my games, isn't it? Jesus, that is the worst catchphrase of anything ever. Uh, <laughs> it is actually The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, James. I'm so sorry. Go on, James. Okay. Uh, you see, this is. I mean, you were trying to kill this before I even got in here. Which which annoyed me to be honest because this because the thing is right is the first series of The Walking Dead like meant a lot to all of us and then you're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. oh don't care not bothered about this one at all and I mean the ser- obviously the series kind of lost its way because mm-hmm. of the way that sort of Telltale like there was like, the commodification of like all of their series which was kind of a you know kind of a shame and I did yeah. have very low expectations for this final series but it really did absolutely exceed them I mean. It doesn't. Okay, it, obviously, it doesn't match the first series in the sense of you know like the relationship between Clem and, and Lee, but it does sort of replay the adult and child dynamic that you got in that, and where you have in this case like a teenager who isn't entirely entirely sure of herself compared with like a you know sort of a, like a grown up adult. But there are. I mean, I feel there's a lot of parallels with this with the recent uh, you know Life is Strange two that we've talked about. And the way in which the decisions impact directly on the way that somebody else develops. I mean, that was one of the things from Life is Strange that we saw, you know, how you've got, like, you know, the way that Sean behaves. Uh, what's his name? Daniel? That's it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel the character you care loads about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- Daniel totally you were doing up on so that. well on that one. You were doing yeah. so well. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but it's, anyway, Daniel picks up on that. But you get the same thing with this. So in this in this game, you have like obviously you're playing as Clem, but she's like protecting AJ, who is you know like uh, what was his birth? I can't remember. I've forgotten. What was anyway, his birth? No, no. As in like he he's he was like a character that you know has grown up in this sort of like post-apocalyptic world, which, you know, is maybe a little bit different. And what's mm. interesting, though, is the way that, you know, again, it's the way that you behave and the way that, you know, your behaviour affects the way that he behaves as well. And although it's not quite as subtle as with Daniel, it still works really well. And what's really interesting about it is because, obviously, there's this, you know, he's growing up in an incredibly messed up world, which leads them to a lot of sort of really moving moments as to him, you know, with like Clem trying to explain how, you know, it's, it's wrong to murder people. You know, you shouldn't kind of do this and him kind of getting used to these, you know, these ideas. And I don't, you see, I don't feel that Clem's journey is any less interesting than Sean's. It's just that maybe it's not presented in quite a sort of, uh, you know, such a slick way as it is with, um, as with as uh, with life is strange, but both of them totally nail their endings. And the thing that I talked about earlier, which I really believe, is that The Walking Dead had a lot more to do, given the mess of all the preceding series that had gone through it. 
And I just think this deserves recognition that they managed to land this ending so well. And it's a very good game. But there you go. So is it is it an ending? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's a cool. complete conclusion yeah. to the series, and it's okay. uh, yeah, it's cool. absolutely worth playing, if, especially if you enjoyed any of the any of the previous ones. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you could I, probably I, play. I enjoyed them, but I just felt like I fell off it, which, which is sad because yeah, like I said, the first one is a uh, is just such a special game. But I just didn't. Mm. I mean, I, I did both Raftax. I did two. I started three, and then I just you know dropped off at, at that. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah, I think I might drop it off. Midway through two, actually, I can't remember. I don't really I think, know why I stopped playing it. I think a lot of people did, and I think it's because of the way that Telltale just were like flooding the market with this stuff. And I think yeah, people yeah. started yeah, to get a bit bored of it. And um, yeah, yeah. It, it felt less less of an event yeah. when an episode mm. came out because we'd had everything from Telltale. And there was also which, like always like constant technical problems as well, which they completely yeah, fixed this as well. Yeah. You know, so, before we go on to the vote, I have also been playing Judgment. Whoa. I mentioned oh, it that's in, right. Yeah, you posted a video. Yeah, right? I mentioned it in a video. I, I, I was like, actually, two or three weeks ago, I've been playing it then, and on the pod, I was like, I, actually, I even had notes of like, what I was going to say, and I thought during the pod, actually, no, I'm not going to mention it now. I'll save this for Game of the Year stuff. And so for the last like, two pods, I'm like, oh, I've just been playing Sekiro. But I'm playing a little bit of this, actually. And um, I must say, I mean, it was like cheap, I think, maybe on Black Friday, and I wanted to give it a go, and I thought, you know, why not? And uh, I'm only like four or five hours in, but I'm really enjoying it, <laughs> like hugely so. I absolutely love the atmosphere. I love the vibe. Um, I think I've, I, I think like the character models look really, really good, which really helps with like sort of engaging with the story and the characters. And uh, I, I'm really interested to play more actually. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I gave it a go. I mean, obviously, I haven't played the Yakuza game before, so um, I'll be interested to know how different this is compared to another, a Yakuza game. I mean, uh, but, but what would you say are the major differences between this James and a standard, if they even is such a thing, a standard Yakuza game? Um, mostly down to like gameplay mechanics. Like that's the that's the main difference because I mean Yakuza really just focuses on the combat, whereas with this you've got like the you know, sort of exploration and you know sort of tracking people down and that kind of thing and hiding from people and that kind of thing. It's, okay, cool. Um, yeah, because it, it, that's the stuff that I really really enjoy. Yeah, James, based on that. Do you think that I might actually get something out of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, you see, the thing is, is if you would give it like longer, I think you prefer probably prefer Yakuza. I don't know. Although maybe maybe you'd like this. I'm not sure. It's it's really <laughs> difficult to tell. I mean, it's it's difficult to tell because you've liked like Shamu stuff that I thought you wouldn't like. So maybe maybe this is more your I thing. Maybe I need to. Yeah. But yeah, judgment. I absolutely I absolutely love the story. I, I love the setup. And um, I, I'm enjoying sort of like following people down dark alleys and having to duck out of the way so I don't know I'm following them. And like, in, if I'm, I'm trying to understand the story of, you know, this like, like former Yakuza boss and how he like links in with things. And um, I think that's excellent. I also love that, I actually love the detail of like the various sort of locations you go in, like shops and bars and restaurants. Um, I think yeah, I think it's absolutely excellent in that regard. I, I'm, I'm really interested to try more because I haven't really played a game like this since I guess. I guess Shenmue, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm enjoying it. There are similarities, I think, to Shenmue, but it's yeah, it, it has definitely gone in its own direction as well. And it's just, I mean, the thing is, the the criticism you can always have for this series is the fact that they do keep going back to Kamarucho, but it's become so like detailed and so like it's such an interesting location to like you know, to explore anyway. And over each game, they always you know make changes, make you know sort of iterations on it that it's um 
it's always worth going back to. It's, so um, in yeah. terms of this, I, mean, I know we're talking about you know, Yakuza, but whatever. So the comparison is like this has more mechanics, would you say? So is the evidence more of a beat-em-up then? Because when in this yeah. game I'm sort of walking down the street and like, I get like a bunch of thugs just startle me and have to beat them up, it's fine. But I'm not like, okay, I just want to get this out of the way because I want to actually get on with the, you know, the story. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that no, that's all Yakuza. the time then in Yakuza. Yeah, but yeah, Yakuza yeah, is much more focused on that. I, like, I, much I, more yeah, that, that doesn't really interest me, but um, yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 annoying more than anything. Yeah, um, you should try this, in Dave. I mean, I'm only, like, I mean, like four or five I hours. I think in. I will. Yeah, this, I think I will. Uh, it looks great as well. I, I love the character models and that yeah, day. it's. I mean that that is another thing which they've really nailed with this. I mean, it's yeah, it's the yeah, visual quality is is amazing. It's this is why I'm so looking forward to going like to Japan soon and like going and seeing these places because. Yeah, I just want to see what it really looks like. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Right, these are your games, James. Which way are you voting? Well, I'm, I'm obviously voting Judgment for this because um, yeah, okay. I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, Walking Dead is was a, a big surprise to me, like how much I enjoyed it, but still Judgment was the one that um, I enjoyed more, I think. Um, I will say that uh, I think I kind of made my mind up that whatever we, whatever way you voted, I'd vote. Um, because there's both yours. I, I've played. I haven't played either of them. Um, but but more importantly, uh, you know, saying what you said about judgment there gets me interested. There's no way I'm ever going to play the Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, mm. Final season. So I'm going to vote judgment. Uh, Sean. Uh, yeah. Same logic. Um, I'm sure Walking Dead is very good. Probably never going to bother. Whereas I am, I'm actually planning on getting judgment done at some point. So yes, I mean, judgment. Judgment is a really good place to start as well if you're in any way interested in the Yakuza yeah. series. Like it's it's like yeah. a standalone, so you can play that mm-hmm. and not feel that you're missing out on anything. I think Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going judgment for sure. And, 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 and I know very, you've very... historically changed. I think you've always said, is it like Yakuza zeros? Are one to start off if you haven't played a game yeah, like this? But that's, yeah. but yeah. having started this now and and enjoying it and then you saying that actually the other one's more about fighting i'm actually more interested in this because actually this means i can be a different day you know i'm i'm the hero to start with a new franchise i mean do you think there will be other yeah there's there's definitely going to be more of these okay it's, yeah well it, it then, did really uh, well that's good. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. A, I'm really glad i played it so but yeah yeah i'm going to judge cool next game out of hat ladies and gentlemen is Greece. Garis. Hey, did you the, see? Just is this, this the last two now? Yeah, last oh, two. Did, did, just on yeah, this subject, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Um, uh, the, the, you know, Greece won a bunch of awards. Yes. There was. I don't know what country it was, but they were. They did. <laughs> they did a news report on it, mm. and um, they were explaining that Greece had won a bunch of awards or whatever. But you know where they put the image at the back. So they showed a clip of the the um, creators going up to. Um, get their award because I think they won it at the Game Awards, right? Mm-hmm. But you know when the news reporters are like talking about it before it goes to the clip, they had an image in the background <laughs> and it was of like a Grease video game. You know, with oh, John no. Travolta was in the background. Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because so <laughs> obviously they said, "What what game is it? Grease?" So they've just said Grease video game, and then you know, what? <laughs> like, so, oh fuck me it's so funny I need to send it to you it's really funny <laughs> so uh, this yeah it's, I, I know people keep joking about it on Twitter it's pronounced Greece 
because uh, it is Spanish for the color gray. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to call it Greece for the rest of this this because I'm just going to get the pronunciation wrong uh, and embarrass myself. Um, it is a 2D platformer about grief um, and loss and the the you know the 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 generally accepted you know the the five stages of of grief uh not that everyone necessarily goes through all of them or in the same order but it's it takes each of those and builds um you know levels of a video game out of them um you play as this one character um and it's you know each level it like it's it's a 2d platformer and there are puzzles but none of it is difficult right it's primarily it is a game about moving through the world and like engaging mechanically with it a bit but it's it's very much by design it is not particularly taxing which some people didn't like it for i thought it was perfect because it's so beautiful to look at and listen to the soundtrack is incredible the you know all the the art is um so this was worked on by a spanish illustrator called conrad rosset who is incredible and you know, and if not, that doesn't always work, right? We just get an illustrator to make a game, especially something like a 2D platformer. But he's, he's really applied like what he knows to like sensible, readable level, level design, right? It, it, it all works. It's not just like illustrations that actually don't really work as levels of a video game. Like it, it's all like you can pass all of it and it all makes sense and, and works beautifully. Um, and like the the attention to detail in the animation is just incredible like there's you know there's entire videos about it on youtube about like you know properly analyzing the hell out of it it's just so beautifully done um and it it's just like it like obviously i've you know i've lost relatives luckily no one that i've been like too close to um so I, I I actually wonder if this didn't resonate with me as as much as it could have, um, because obviously it's it's about death, right? It's you know the implication is you start off um, and you're sort of being held by this this giant statue of a of a woman, which obviously represents the fact that whoever this person is that she lost is like you know is a huge source of support for, her. and then this statue crumbles away and and she falls down to earth, um, and just that. Like, I just love that image of, like, you know, having someone in your life who's so important to you that they're, like, this fucking giant statue and you're just kind of sitting in their hand. Like, like that's how how huge their influence is on you and how protected you feel by them. Um, like, I just thought that was a beautiful way of, of illustrating that. Um, and then the fact that, yeah, you know, you sort of, you gain abilities as you go through each level and you, you sort of can move through the stages of grief. Um, like, it's not the most complex um you know metaphor but i think it's just really beautifully done um it just yeah i i love the fact that it it wasn't insanely difficult like it really in the final level it really sort of pulls everything together and it is like a really interesting fully fledged 2d platformer um but i just found like the world such a joy to to move through that the fact that it wasn't too tough um i thought it worked really well because i've played other games that you know try and do um, similar sorts of things but the, uh, then you reach a difficult bit and so and you're not thinking about what the game's trying to tell you anymore you're just trying to do a hard stupid bit of a video game and it's really distracting so um yeah i really appreciate the approach they took with it 
Um, I think it's an incredible game. And I just, and I really wanted to get it in because so many people were like, because this came out in December 2018. Yeah, just but after it, we... F- yeah, yeah, so it just missed the draft. And like so many people were like, fucking make sure this gets in. So I just really wanted to give it a shout out because um, there was a good chance it's going to get missed by a lot of people. Although, as you say, it's, it's picked up plenty of awards and stuff, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, I love it. Cool. All right, and we all know what it's up against. The last game out yeah. of the hat, Disco Elysium. There's nobody uh, else, right? It is, yeah. Um, Disco Elysium is my game of the year, probably top three all timer. Um, uh, it is a, I mean, it's styled after your sort of, um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons style um, role playing games. It looks like Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale or Planescape Torment or you know any of those, but it picks up where. Um, like Planescape Torment left off like 20 years ago, right? In that Planescape Torment was a, a really cool and interesting game because it was a it was a Dungeons and Dragons game and there was, you know, fighting giant rats and shit in it, but it had this huge emphasis on dialogue. Um and that it was like, you know, 20 years ago it was really revolutionary that it's like, oh man, you don't necessarily have to fight everyone. Sometimes you can talk your way out of situations and it's really interesting. Um and yeah, Disco Elysium takes that and takes well it removes the combat essentially um like everything you do is just by dialogue choices and it has this absolutely fascinating system where all of your skills which you know again in a typical rpg it's like you know strength and dexterity and intelligence um and it it breaks down every part of your persona into like these is it 24 different stats matt i think um yeah, um, and they're all just these different facets of of your personality, and the you know the more points you put into them, um, not only affects how good you are at certain things, but also how likely these different bits of your brain are to chip in during certain you know conversations, um, and sort of give you bits of information or tell you how to deal with certain people, um, like to the point that you have like full conversations with bits of your own brain, um. And like that alone is is interesting enough. Um, the fact that it tells a story about this incredibly flawed um, cop who has woken up after going on like a three day booze and probably drugs fueled bender um, to the point that he's completely lost his memory and by all accounts was kind of a shithead beforehand. Um, and you, and so you get your chance to reinvent him if you want, or just be a nihilistic shithead all over again if you really want to. Um, the, the writing is just absolutely unparalleled. Um, like it, it is the most intelligently written game I have ever seen. It, you know, we talked a lot about, uh, this year about developers and publishers or who, you know, deny that their game has any sort of political leanings and, Disco Elysium just like totally refutes that. It it definitely has its own viewpoint, but that doesn't stop it from exploring alternative viewpoints just as effectively. Like you can be, like I say, you can be a total asshole, right? You can be a fascist or a centrist or a, a full like or a full on communist, and it deals with those things so well. And it doesn't portray any of them as perfect. As I say, you do get a sense of how the developers actually feel, um, and I think that's important um because they you know they are trying to communicate something but it's it's just so fucking clever how it's done and as i say like what i played of like the outer worlds 
was cool, but Disco Elysium makes the writing in Outer Worlds just seem like garbage. Like the fact that Disco Elysium is so clever and so nuanced in the way you have conversations with people that to then go back to like intimidate or lie is <laughs> is just like it's just not interesting anymore. Um, it's funny. It's incredibly sad. It's like re- like really quite horrible at times. There's like there's one fight in the game, um, which you know obviously any other RPG you fight people all the time. There is one fight in Disco Elysium and it's horrible, like it's so stressful, um, and obviously that's completely by design and it works so well. Um, it's just ah oh, fuck, I fucking love it. The world it builds is just absolutely fascinating. It's got you know elements of the real world, but sort of changed around reappropriated um it's you know it's a fictional world but it has a lot to say about ours um i just yeah i absolutely adore it and it is it's like you know when a game just like fucking permanently takes up residence in your head and like to the point i've you know i've been like distracted at work because i'm just thinking about disco elysium and like and you know if anyone asks me why I'm just kind of staring out the window. I've got no fucking answer for him. That sounds normal. Like it's <laughs> like it's yeah. It's just such a good game, and it's such a shame that this year it's been PC only because I know that has um, you know meant a lot of people have not been able to play it. But fingers crossed, console versions are on route. So yeah, I can't wait for more people to play this next year. Yeah, um, I mean, if it wasn't for Outer Worlds, this will be my game of the year without a shadow of a doubt. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, earlier, Davey said about whether a game's got tone right as much as a Goose Game this year. And I think this game has, and and more so. Like the atmosphere it creates is is really unlike anything I've really had in a, in a long old time. And I've never played a CRPG before. I have never. I haven't played Ice and Dale, uh, Baldur's Gate. A mate of mine played uh, when, when we were younger, but I basically haven't played any games like this whatsoever. Um, once again, it's another one of those games that I saw a review. I think it's Simon Cardi's on IGN. And it's like he, you know, he was raving about this game. I'm like, well, I'll give it a go. And I didn't. And then I think um, Sean, you got like review code. And then we got review guys said 60 hours. I'm like, I'm not going to play a 60 hour game. It's such a shame because I heard it's so good. And then, yeah. then I played it and then kept playing it and got dragged in to this incredibly like uh emotive world like the the, the writing is unbelievable it's just mm. so so good like even like i mean i played this like well my out my game clock was was far higher than sean's um mm-hmm. for god knows what for whatever reason but even regardless right, show off. <laughs> no, no, but, but, but even then, I was still reading every single line of dialogue, every mm. item I saw that I could read or see in the world. I was, I, I was, I was reading and engaging with. Everything adds to the atmosphere. Um, the the stories you come across, not just your own story, but like the story of like side characters, are equally as as well written and as and as engaging. People mm. I might meet for like one one section of the game, I'm still thinking about afterwards or at the end. Everything yeah. is just multi layered. In terms of the messages it's it's saying, the the place in the world that that character is, and how that affects your story, um, all the various like elements of your psyche, as Sean was mentioning, like twenty two plus skills you get are like interesting and make every sort of uh, dice roll when you come to a decision or a choice different. There's also th- those other things you, we mentioned on the pod a while ago, Sean, whereby you like get mm. to like put um, like skills into extra thoughts. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, which is also really interesting. It's like, it's like another layer on top of like your your psyche. There's also other things which you'll gain from talking to different people, and then you can decide to like essentially like level up. I guess that certain thought, and then that will give you bonuses. And yeah, it's literally like someone you know someone introduces you to the concept of racism and you can be like what if i thought what if like should i become a racist and like and that's a thought that you can internalize and think and then it affects your stats obviously the you know there are good ones as well but it's just an example like um yeah it's just as you get introduced to ideas and viewpoints you have this option to be like let's think on that and see if that's something i want to become part of me you know and yeah it's a fascinating system i think actually it looks absolutely gorgeous as well like um and again i've mentioned this in the pod but obviously this game had been like shown off at previous egx's and res for a while like i always Mm -hmm. saw like the massive disco elysium stand and i thought i just Mm -hmm. don't like the look of like that main character because it was like a it looks awful yeah it looks (laughs) awful but it's like paint like a painterly style like image of like a smell like a red nose i was like that looks grimy and disgusting. I just don't want to have any part of it. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm thinking, like, why was that game ever uh, EGX or Res? Like, that, I, I can't understand yeah. how that game would ever even like work well. Yeah, like, yeah, like I a don't 15 think minute gameplay demo. Yeah, I don't think I would have would have liked it if I'd played it at EGX. Or I certainly wouldn't have grasped quite why it's as, as important as it is. And as you say, like the main character is like he's yeah he's a, he's an alcoholic. He looks like shit. Um, he's got a stupid haircut and mutton chops, um, but you just again. It, but it's it's the the beauty it finds in people's frailty and their flaws and and the you know the situations they're put in and the things they do to get by in a largely shitty situation. Like it's it's so cynical about power structures, but really believes in the people that have to live under them you know it's it, just such the, an interesting viewpoint even like the vision of the main character like your own vision mm. of yourself changes there's like a mirror yeah. in like the place where you go to you know where you can sleep and save mm. and start the next day in the game and like there's like an image of yourself in the bottom corner and that changes mm. yeah. depending on how you view yourself based on the skills you've learned <laughs> and, so and so you forth. can just you can just not look in the mirror and never know what you look yeah. Like the little portrait in the bottom just stays this like weird blurry mess, like because you, <laughs> yeah, because you've lost your memories. Yeah, um, but before a game, I, I saw the views and then had this like really long game, and I was like, "How? I've never played a game like this before." You mm-hmm. know, all that stuff. I'm so glad I played it. I'm so glad I experienced this type of game, and it makes me want to try more games of this type. But the writing, mm-hmm. the characters, the atmosphere, the tone. It totally sucked me in. I'm so thankful I played it. And yeah, and, and just like Sean said, when it comes out of Content next year, so many people are going to be raving about this. Mm. Whereas they they couldn't play it this year because uh, it was on. It's not only just like um, Steam, but also PC only. Like I, yeah. I had to like install Bootcamp on my Mac to play it to so I can play it on Windows. Um, mm. And yeah, but uh, absolutely fantastic story, really unique. I think it's going to stay with me forever now. Just like yeah. just that story and the things I did with that game and them characters. And if it wasn't <laughs> for Outer Wilds, this would undoubtedly be my game of the year. Cool. All right. Well, let's get to voting. I'm pretty sure I know which way you're going to vote, but uh, <laughs> Sean. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I love Greece. I've spent too much money on the collector's edition and everything, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, yeah, uh, Disco Elysium is yeah. I mean, I think Matt, I've been quite clear. Yeah, I'm going to go Greece. Not going to Disco Elysium. James, I'm going Disco Elysium as well because Greece was bang <laughs> you average. You got to say it right first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, James. I mean, I was, I was playing. James, have you stopped drinking? 
Yeah, I've stopped. Stopped. Maybe I start drinking Have water. No, stop drinking yeah, water. Stop. I swear. I stopped. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, Sean and I were texting as we were playing Disco Elysium. I think we both agreed, like, mm. James, you are going to absolutely love this game when you get to play it. Mm. Um, I think we both get thinking about you throughout because I think it's, it's definitely a game yeah. up your street. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I want to play this game. Yeah, yeah so do I. I. You'll really so like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll go Disco Elysium as well then so that's through Whee. now it is time to get to the quarterfinals and uh, this is where things speed up a little bit uh, we don't thank god we don't go through the game <laughs> yeah it's been a long one so let's do it right first quarterfinal is Tetris 99 versus a Plague Tale Matt I mean I, I'm definitely still going to go Plague Tale uh, this is a uh, it, it's a hidden gem that sadly not enough people played, but I think everyone who has yep. played it will agree it's it's brilliant. So okay, I'm gonna go a uh, playtale. I'm Tetris 99 all the way, James. You you can't beat the Tetris. It's Tetris 99. <laughs> oh, <laughs> James, apparently you can with alcohol. You can't beat the old game of Tetris, <laughs> Sean. Nine nine, nine nine. Gotta be, gotta be, mate. <laughs> well, that's a real shame. I, 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 I would really like to play a Plague Tale. Yeah, just, everyone, should, everyone should play. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pouring one out. I'm glad I put it in Plague Tale. Like, Life is yeah. Strange too, or Luigi's Mansion Three. <laughs> sure. Tough isn't it. Oh. Uh, um. Initially, I'm going to say Life is Strange too. James. Oh, I'm going to say Life is Strange too. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three for me all the way. Yeah, it's Life is Strange 2 for me. Shit. Okay. I, did, I honestly didn't see that coming. If it wasn't against Life is Strange, I, I thought that was going to be like a finalist. But I yeah. thought I thought James was going to go Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah. I, my I, fucking... loved, I love Luigi's Mansion 3, but I just love the other one more. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, that sucks. I didn't see that coming either. I thought Luigi's Mansion Sorry. was going to go through that round. <laughs> okay, well, it's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Mario Maker 2 or Fire Emblem? Mm. This... Ooh, this could be a tough one. Uh, well, yeah. Mario Maker 2 for me, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, James? This is also really tough for me, to be honest, because even though I nominated Fire Emblem, I really like Mario Maker a lot. Yeah, well, I you mean, did that's nominate Fire Emblem. You? <laughs> you put it on the end to screw Sean over. <laughs> uh, can you go for someone else first? And then I'll come back. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sean. Do you know, just because of how interesting it is and all the cool, like, the fact that it enables creation as well as just playing it, um, I'm happy to see Mario Maker 2 take this one. Sean, cool. What? The, what? No, no. What? Why? Mate, you've not played it. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about me, but Sean, you've, you've literally like <laughs> hammered it and you had to sell it because you were so addicted to it and now you're choosing another yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. What? Now, which way are you voting? No, hang on. No, well, no, no. no. Let's get a vote. Uh, this around. isn't a, this no, isn't a vote, vote. You no, a deal. This Shut is up, <laughs> James. Something's happened here. This is a deal. No, you, no, no. You have struck a Matt. deal with David, definitely. There's no way Matt, in hell with Dave. Sean... Oh, right, yeah, everyone shut up. There's no way in hell Matt, Sean would not Matt, choose the game we could talk about this afterwards. We could talk about this afterwards. When, when it goes 3-1, it's not definitely out. So which way are you voting? I, I, this is, hmm. Matt, Matt's voting Fire Emblem. Chill, uh, James, which way are you voting? <laughs> Mario Maker. Right, Sorry. so it's 3-1. Now you can question it. 
because he he could change. Okay, Sean, what what's Dave offering you? Clearly, clearly he's offering no, me nothing. Sure, now. Okay, Matt, why do you care? Why do you care, Matt? <laughs> because I'm just confused that Sean, the 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 fire emblem liker that sold the game, I, I was so quite, I was quite surprised. And now I he's going for. Have you played Mario Maker, Sean? Yeah. Haven't you played it? <laughs> I streamed it. I had a proper good time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but fire emblem. I love this, this, all this is, right, is Matt going, ah, uh, round two. No, no I don't think about... Artificially just... I don't care about myself. I'm just thinking, like, it's very strange. Oh, piss off, Matt. I've got piss no horse off. in this fight, or dog in the fight, whatever phrase is. <laughs> I've got a horse in this fight. Um, oh, my God. No, but Matt, God, you like, can... it's very no. strange, Sean, that you'll be choosing a game like Mario Maker when you've... You're no, obsessed... they're, they're both brilliant. Um, I just, like, on but on paper... I can point out flaws with Fire Emblem, right? And things that it doesn't doesn't do quite as well as even, you know, get or previous games in its own series. There's a whole um, bunch of flaws a, with A fun. game you yeah. love, though. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, but it does have flaws. Whereas Mario Maker is, is aside from the online, not fucking working. Just the way you said that, it sounded like you had the bottle in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole... Bunch of flaws. <laughs> fucking shit. Right, so we're done. We're done with that. Then Fire Emblem's gone. I, yeah. I mean, what whatever Dave's offered you, Sean, it's not worth it. I've I genuinely get, not even spoken to absolute bollocks, Sean, about deals or anything. There's no way Sean would throw Fire Emblem under the bus like James did for him. I just can't see it happening. Judgment versus Disco Elysium. Ah, uh, James, I'm sorry, mate. It's Disco Elysium. More James. Time. Of course, it's judgment, isn't it? <laughs> Matt, uh, it's disco illusion all day long. Sorry, James. Oh, Dave, don't be difficult, please. Oh, this is hard. Oh, <laughs> it's is not it though, is it? Go on. No, this is actually hard. Um, okay, well, d- d- tell us why it's hard. Whose dreams you're going to crush? <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, the reason why it's hard is because um, going by the discussions we've had tonight, mm. um, like this, the stuff that I've seen from Disco, I, 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 it's so far and away from stuff that I would enjoy playing. Like, if if I had the chance to play one tonight, it'd be Judgment. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that because, I, I, as I say, it looks like a Dragon, Sword and Sorcery RPG. Um, but what it really is is a point and click adventure, really, but with yeah. stats behind it. Yeah, I mean, this is not yeah. my sort of game at all. I've never played a game like it, and it's like, oh yeah. wow, it's like, this is not my sort of game, but I'm immensely happy that I have, and I'm so glad I sort of. And not, not I was ever like, well, I'm not going to play that sort of game, it's not mine, but I wouldn't ever have well, I think, I, Yeah, but I think they've both got big risks for me because I really didn't like the Yakuza series. And mm. this goes so far away from what I usually play that you know there's yeah. every chance that I'd play and just can't I just can't can't get into it. But I, I think I don't know. I think I think the writing. I think it would. I think it, it yeah. pulls anyone in. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Again, this comes down to trust. <laughs> well, ignore sure. I'm just thinking about what I'm saying. All right. Okay. I I I think I need to vote with how we're going to progress through. Because mm-hmm. I I I know that Matt and Sean are not going to change on this one, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with Disco Elysium. Fuck. Yes, mate. No, Thank I'm you. sorry, James. I, I'm. I mean, 
they're just not going to change oh, on that on, one and base on the fact that I've not played either. Well, at least yeah. this didn't go out in the first round. That's what I'm just happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you gave round. it a good shout. And you've got me interested in a game that I had no intention of playing at all. So that helps. Tetris 99 versus Life is Strange. This is the semi-final now, by the way. Oh, my the God. Se- this is crazy. This is where it gets. This is. Oh, my God. I've got to. I'm going to do the first vote. I've got to go. Life is strange too. I'm. I am all right with that. Yeah, I agree. Matt, what? what what's the choice again? Life is strange versus what? Unbelievable. <laughs> have you been drinking? Yes, I have been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> just not, just not to two, the extent that James. We've got two pissed people no, deciding no, the most I'm important thing that we do all day. Oh, come on. Life is Strange. <laughs> Tetris 99, it was Yeah, Life is Strange, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, James? Uh, what was it? This is <laughs> Life is Oh, James, come on, you're taking a piss now. Life is Strange. Life is Strange, right? Life is Strange. <laughs> yeah, right, okay, Life is Strange. Yeah. Tetris is gone. Shame, brilliant game. Yeah. Mario Maker 2, Disco Elysium. A disco again, sorry. Matt? Disco. I'm voting Mario Maker 2. Oh, no. James? Uh, Mario Maker 2. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Here we Come on, Justin's go. out. No, I don't give a shit. Go on. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I can't vote for Disco. I've not played it, and I've played Mario Maker, so uh, I'm yeah. sticking with Mario Maker. James, you would fucking love Disco Elysium, man. I'm sure I would, but Mario Maker 2 was good. Yeah, I know it was good, but Disco Elysium's better. <laughs> That's it, that's it. Okay, that's your response. <laughs> what, what, what are we up to now? Because I'm confused. Are we on semi-finals or what? I'm confused. <laughs> Semis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, James. God. I'm fine, I'm fine. Don't worry about I mean, it. It's, quite, it's, it's really confident that, that in... you're not going to just switch for a game you've never played. Well, because the thing is, I don't really want to switch away from Mario Maker 2 because it was genuinely brilliant, especially the single player. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. It's quite apt that Matt and I, in order to get Disco Elysium through, are relying on the help of someone who is pissed. Oh no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that I feel yeah, like the developers, pissed himself. The developers, just, the developers, you said the developers that, yeah, would really cut out when you said, yeah, d- uh, you know, Tetris. <laughs> yeah, of course it did. Uh, he's, he's just married. He cut it's out fine. for the first three hours of this show, did it? <laughs> no, because I heard you slag off Outer Wilds, and it's annoying. Um, yeah, um, James, you should switch. Disco Elysium is stunning. Please, James. I don't want to. I know you don't want to. I didn't want to switch away from Outer Wilds, but I did it for you. But mate, but James, that's a very good point. How how can you possibly be in a position to switch away from a game you love to a game you've never played? Well, exactly. You see, I've got nothing else in this ever now. So James, like... leap of faith, leap of faith, James. What do you mean you've got nothing else in this? James, do you want to be a hero? No. <laughs> James, what what do you mean? What do you mean you you've got nothing else in this? Okay, well I've got obviously Life is Strange too. Yeah, but... exactly. You've got a game in the final, mate. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and, and and could you imagine that, right? So, you know, when we get to the final, they're going to be twice as bad. Like, no, they no, will no, not... James, that's why you should put Disco. It's like okay, let's okay, have two can incredibly we, can we written just, games in the final. Can we just back up here a bit, right? What games are left? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. In the final the already, probably need this at this Life point. is Strange Two is already. Oh, in the final. My confidence is gone. Life is Strange Two is in the final. <laughs> that, that's locked in, and now it's this. Mario Maker 2 versus Disco. But the problem is, if Disco goes up against Life is Strange 2, you know that's going to be a fucking nightmare because they really want it to be our game of the year. So you might as well 
make sure that it doesn't go through now. Well, no, no, that's not the attitude. It's about what the best game is. How would you know? You haven't played Mario Maker 2. James, James, you want to go to bed? Say Disco Elysium. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go to bed. I'm not bothered. I've finished the bottle. To a club. <laughs> you have finished the bottle. Unbelievable. Oh my God. James, Please. choose yeah. Disco because when you, again, play it in the new year on console, you'll be like, why the hell did I choose Mario Maker 2? James, stay strong. You let, Man, you let us down on our wilds. Yeah. At, at least stay strong, mate. At least choose this, James. Stay strong. Okay, so what we're looking at here is Mario Maker versus Disco Elysium. Yes, yeah. that's the round. Life is Strange <laughs> 2 is, st- is already in the final. He's back in the room. He's back. Right. Life is Strange is He's in the final. In- Could you just try and persuade David for a bit? I need to think about it. No, he- Dave's not going to listen. Absolutely no way am I switching. We're never going to persuade him. I did, I, did, I did it last year and I regretted it for the rest of the year. James, it's an awful this is your feeling. time to step up, dude. It's an awful feeling knowing that you're switching for a game that you've never... Like, it just... You can't... You can't do it, James. Come on. Stay strong. Don't what? tell him what he can and can't do. James, what you, what you, don't, don't let him exactly tell you what you're doing. <laughs> James, you're your own man. Don't listen to Dave. Right? This is time to actually strike against Dave and do what you want to do, a.k.a. I think you'd love Disco Elysium. It, it, I, like I said, like, Jay, uh, Sean and I thought about you all the time playing this. Like, you would love this so much. Yeah, but, but James, they're going to do this for the next one as well. Do you want a game that wins this that you've never played? Not. I don't know, not really. Exactly. Don't change. Sean, just change to Mario Maker. No, absolutely not. That's the highest I've ever heard you talk. <laughs> so, right, can I just... let me? We know Life is Strange is in the final, mm-hmm. so you two are going to vote Disco, and we're going to vote Life is Strange. Deadlock. So what? what is the fucking point? Well, let's get Mario Maker out of the conversation, get Disco in the final, and then we'll talk. The- Let's not yeah. do that. No, no, I think we should do that. Why not? Why not? Because well, I don't wouldn't it be amazing, that? like, to have the final of two incredibly written video games? Yeah, that that, yeah. that Mario, is... Mario Maker is like mechanically one of the best games ever made. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay. I'm sure okay. it is. James, James, I'm interested James. to play it, but James, yeah, what? I f- if you switch, <laughs> I think you should. I think maybe you should switch. Why? Why? Right. Hear me out. You switch this round. The next round, we just don't budge. All right. Okay, go on, do that then. Go on. Thank right. you, James. Mario Maker's gone. The final is Life is Strange 2 versus Disco Elysium. What a final. What? Uh, yeah, like, to be absolutely clear, obviously, everything I've said about Disco Elysium, I am really thrilled that Life is Strange 2 has made it to the final because, as we've said countless times brilliant. of the yeah over the last year, like... It's been fucking infuriating how people have not paid attention to this game, after, especially after you know after the what, first one was Are so you big. Mental! Everyone's going what? about it all the time. No, life is strange. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, it's been infuriating um, that you know after the first one was so big, just for whatever reason, people have not been bothered about the second one. And obviously, we've had all the conversations about the release schedule. It's not been great. Um, but yeah, like whatever happens, I am very pleased that these two games have made it to the final. Okay. Which way are you voting, James? For, for which one? Life is Strange <laughs> 2 or Disco Elysium? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Life I, is Strange 2 or Disco I Elysium? I thought he's on the other one. Uh, not the other one? <laughs> which way are you voting? <laughs> I mean, strange, obviously. 
Matt, which way are you voting? Um, I mean, well, out of the two, Disco Elysium. J- Sean? Uh, Disco Elysium, yeah. Right, I'm voting Life is Strange. We're at deadlock again. Here we go. Woo! You've got a chance. You've got the chance to just end this now because we, we there is there is zero percent chance that James uh, or I am going well, no, to no, change no, no, our vote. David, I'll speak, don't speak for James. James is a man; he can change if he wants. <laughs> James, are you are you going to switch? Are you going to vote for Disco Elysium as our game of the year? Fuck no! Why would I do that? Exactly because it is because it is the best game of the year. So okay, uh, so James is obviously not of sound mind I'm anymore. Fine. So I think I'm, I'm I think I think we just fine. I think we just remove him from the voting process. Yeah, at this that, point, <laughs> James James doesn't know what day it is. So I do everything yeah. is fine. <laughs> um, James, what what day is it? James Sunday. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You win. You win this round. <laughs> <laughs> we go again in five minutes time. <laughs> can can we have a bathroom break though? <laughs> I, I think that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. What's going on? Okay, right. Life <laughs> is strange too versus Disco. Recording, recording a right. podcast, James. Right, okay, brilliant. Right. Let's do it. Right, this is where you. Can... <laughs> <laughs> right, that... Okay, where where are we going to go? So, James, <laughs> how are you feeling what? about Life is Strange? I'm feeling very good about Life is Strange, and there's no way I'm going to change my vote. Sorry. What, what, what's it going to take to switch? <laughs> Matt, there's nothing you can give me. We're in the final now. No, We're, no, no. Okay, like... right. How about 2020? <laughs> he's worked out what stage it is. That's, but that's... <laughs> yeah, good. He's I mean, the he's... final, right? Congrats. Yeah. No, no, this is round one. <laughs> no, no, right. How about 2020, James? I will support your first choice in 2020. I don't believe you, Matt. Anything you say, I don't believe you. I'm still not convinced you weren't the one it. who this fucked the poll. I did <laughs> not. Like, like I would do that. I'm livid about that. When we were talking, when we were talking about the whole, um, you know, I can't remember what was it. Life is strange versus Outer Wilds. We, mm. It's just when Matt goes, "Oh no, no, I'll vote for that on the next." One. You just know that that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> How, when have I let you down on that? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Still cereal from my child. <laughs> Here we go. It's all coming back now. I think there's part of me that's kind of like, oh my god! I, like, I, I, as much as I think Life is Strange should be our game of the year, mm-hmm. I'm kind of disappointed that, like, it, it not. I'm not disappointed. That it is. I'm just kind of like, I know people will look at that and go, oh, because yeah. not a lot of people. It's fucking yeah. Because a lot of people are gonna look at it and go, yeah, you've been banging on about it all year. We know. I do wish I played Disco Elysium. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, and I totally get why you've not been able to. As I say, it's formatted. Well, I've, on, I haven't got a PC to play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't got a PC to play it, and I'm, but I'm, yeah. I will definitely play it when it comes out on mm-hmm. Eggs Battles. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, am I starting to? Am I start? Oh, come on, come on, Dave. There's no way you can. Change. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there is. Every reason you can. No, look, we can't do this. This is one of the best James, games. This James, year. You'd fu- James, you would <laughs> fucking <laughs> love this right. Elysium, man. It's got so many You're interesting right. things to say about things that are really important to you. Like you would find it so fascinating, honestly. But it's only on PC, isn't it? Look. Yeah, so far. <laughs> you said that with such venom. <laughs> <laughs> is it coming to Switch? 
No, it's I PS4 think so, it's no. coming to though. That's yeah. a shame, man. It should come to Smash. It should. I think all the text would be a bit of a piss. Yeah, Mind you, it, they've yeah, converted true. loads of other like similar RPGs. So it just make the text bigger, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Easy. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come Dave, on. Look, look, Dave, Dave, look, we cannot budge on this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you we can. did a whole we did a whole Easiest thing in the world. Just say the words. <laughs> <laughs> We've done the podcast on lots of things. Absurd. <laughs> is it, it the writing is impeccable? Impeccable. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but the writing in fucking Life is Strange is impeccable as well. Oh, not in the same way. And don't get me wrong, I love the fact like the, the writing is really good in Life is Strange too. And again, it's a, it doesn't shy away from having opinions about um, give me give me know, an example subjects. Give me an example in Disco Elysium. It's, honestly, it would take so long to get into it. It's right, like well, the history. Well, you, you've spoken about it for about eight hours in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All we've got is the writing is good. That's all we've right, had from you. Right, so the background of the world, right, that, that you're in, you're in this this uh, country or so city called Revachol, Um and basically you learn all about the history of it and that basically it was a monarchy and the monarchy was like fucking insane and corrupt. Um, so it was overthrown by um, communists and then... Um, and that sort of lasted for I think I don't know I think it's like twenty thirty years something like that, and then the rest of the world went like no nah, you're not doing that, and then this this other like most of the other countries are, are ruled by basically the moralists who are kind of you know sort of liberal centrists, and they essentially just went right fuck that you're getting invaded you you can't you're not allowed to be communists because because that's not how we work, um so so we're not doing it, um. And then, yeah, so then you sort of come into this in that, like, everything's been taken over by the moralists. And, but there's this, this specter of, of this sort of failed communist revolution sort of lives on and has all these, like, fascinating impacts on the world. And it's just, it's just absolutely fascinating the way it plays out and the way people talk about it like there's people you know still living who like there's these two old guys who are playing uh, patank the the french um you know sort of bowling game and like one of them was a was a devout royalist and the other one was i think was he a communist matt i don't know i can't remember i think that's right um, yeah yeah and they're just like these two old guys who are kind of they're still bickering about this war that happened like 80 years ago but they but they're, they're all they've got Right, they're still friends, even though they kind of despise each other because they're like the, they're like the last two, um, and they just spend all day just shouting shit at each other and having to go at each other because they still like they're so entrenched in in their own viewpoint. Um, and again, and yeah, and it's just like the and the, the world is like you're in this this sort of this one bit of the city that has just kind of been left to rot. Right, there's like this power vacuum. There's two police precincts. And no, like, and they've been arguing over whose territory it is, and as a result, neither of them have bothered really policing it. Which is when, like this, this like dock workers union has sort of risen to power and, and fulfilled that role. And again, it's this sort of uneasy, 
difficult thing because they're kind of like a organized criminal organization but also they're the close like they're the only people looking after people in the area like it's it's all people have got and they do you know it makes a point of showing like they do take care of people but they probably are also quite corrupt and there's just there's no easy answers to anything in it um it's again i say without spoiling it you do get a sense of of where the developers are actually coming from and what sort of viewpoint they agree with but it's kind of up to you like what what sort of path you choose and and yeah and how people respond like respond to you accordingly like the fact that you are a police officer right so i was i was a police officer and i was you know i obviously i'm incredibly left leaning so the game marked me out as a communist and and people sort of challenge you on it. it's like yeah but you're a fucking cop like that doesn't really make any sense and it 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 overall makes this point that it's like the world will, and especially in light of the general election we've just had, it's very much like you can be as left-leaning as you want. The world will not allow it because that's not the system. And it is, it is like the game's viewpoint is that it is impossible to break out of that. And it's just, but it's told in such a way that it doesn't come across as futile. It's, it's not saying don't bother. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, you need to play it, man. It's so fucking good. Okay. Well, I mean, having said all that, and I, you know, and you're right, I do need to play it, but I haven't played mm. it. And I think when I look at, sometimes it's easy to focus in and fight your cause when we're doing this these game of the year mm. shows. Um, and it is personal. Like everyone's mm. got their mm. own personal game uh in this fight mm. but when i think about game of the year and what it means as a collective rather than um rather than our individual choices like i mm. i think that if there's one game that represents the show and uh, over the past year right mm-hmm. then it is life is strange too and uh, as much as you enjoy uh, enjoyed um, Disco Elysium, like I, I, I fucking adored Life is Strange too. And 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 my biggest fear was that that final episode was going to be a fucking mess, or it was going to miss something, or it was going to aim for like action throughout the whole thing, and it just didn't. And mm. what it did was gave one of the most powerful endings um I, I've had in a game. You know, I, I, I said on the show that I care more about Daniel than I have any other character in pretty much any video game ever. Right. Um and then when I think back over the past year that we've played this game and the excitement we got from talking to each other about it and going over our choices and and um, recording those spoiler casts. For me, I, I feel way more comfortable with Life is Strange 2 being our game of the year than a game that I haven't played, that two of us haven't played. Hmm. That, that, like, I'm not saying Life is Strange 2 is a better game. I can't say that because I haven't played Disco. So, yeah. you know, I'm, uh, th- that's not what this is about. What we're doing is picking a game that sort of represents 
the past year as TCGS. And mm. and when you look at it on that level, I think the, the choice is obvious. I agree with David. <laughs> you say <laughs> there that. There he is. You say that, He's James. Awake. But you have just texted me, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but I do agree with you. So I am... <sighs> holding my hand out <laughs> and saying look I get it I get mm. it you both had an emotional connection to this game and you fucking mm. love it and and it's your game of the year other than Outer Wilds which was Matt's game of the year and we've acknowledged that and you've spoken about Disco Elysium with enough passion to make sure you get that point across you've done that mm. but when we're talking about our game of the year this year it might not have been my first point, but the but the process that we go through with these shows, we always end up with something we wouldn't expect to win it. A slightly uneasy compromise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what it's about, right? Like, because yeah. yeah, we're yeah. we're all trying to we're all trying to get our games through, but at the same time, the way this works, there is a compromise. Like, Life is Strange Two was one of my favorite games of the year. Mm. But I voted Luigi's Mansion over it because I thought Luigi's Mansion is probably my favourite game that I've played this year. Mm. Um, Untitled Goose Game up there as well. Yeah. But here we are. I think fair play with the Disco Elysium stuff. But I think I think Life is Strange 2 is our game of the year. Mm. And to be clear, you know, as I say, I really appreciate that Life is Strange 2, again, it's got a point to make. It's not shying God, away. Fucking hell, has it? And, and not only that, like, the, you know, there's constant surprises as well. Like, mm. the, the the drip feeding of where did your mother go? What did she do? And you yeah. go, I know where they're going with this, and I really <laughs> don't like it. Yeah. And they just go, nah. No, no, no. The, I mean, that decision alone was mind-blowing when you think about it. They must have thought at one point during development, oh, we need to make this a little bit more you know, of a Does, moment. Should we put a spoiler warning on this? <laughs> no, 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 because that's not like <laughs> okay. It's we won't say what happens. Yeah, okay. But what I'm saying is that, like, it was it would be so easy to go down one path with it, and especially yeah. when there might have been lackluster sales at the start of the series or whatever. They might have been freaking out about it and think, no, we need to ma- add more action in mm-hmm. to sort of try and catch people's eye. And they still didn't do that. Mm. They still had an interesting angle on it. Like a way more interesting angle, angle if they just went for the obvious. Mm. And man, sitting in that car in front of that wall... Yeah, and and as I say, in the you know the year of developers and publishers denying that their games are political in any way, I'm really proud that we've got two games in the final that are entirely unashamed about what it is they're trying to say. Absolutely, um, because I think that's this year is, is incredibly important. Um, so sorry, all that all that being said, then Sean, mm-hmm. Matt is there's no he's at law schools. <laughs> Well, is he? I mean, Matt, I had to shame myself on Outer Wilds. Are you going to do the dirty? Um, I, I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've loved both his games. I definitely think uh, Disco Elysium is the better of the two. 
But uh, you you took a bullet for Outer Wilds, Sean. So I'll I'll take a bullet for this one. And, cool. Uh, Thank you. Thank and you. I'll I'll switch my choice to Life is Strange Two. Hooray! Fucking hell! What a turncoat! Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Remember this next year, right? <laughs> um. So that confirms it then. Mm-hmm. The computer game shows game of the year for 2019. Is Life is Strange too? Yes, I'm alright with that. I'm some people, with that. some people listening to this might might have thought that that was obviously going to happen. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. No, not at all. There's no way I thought that would be game of the year. Not, not no way. I mean, they're all fucking <laughs> great games, and this one was brilliant. But um, but I am surprised that it made it all the way through. Mm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think it would get this yeah. far actually. Fucking deserves it though, man. What a special, what an experience that's been. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. It was good. Um, the, the, like I say, the, the fact that it actually surpasses the first one, which we all loved. Um, yeah, I'm, cool. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. So we're done. Um, we are done. Let me just say this: this, this has been some incredible year. From not being on the show for a long period of time. To listening to it uh, and seeing it from a listener's point of view and fucking really enjoying it. Um, to the live shows, to the Patreon launch, uh, to everyone that supported us by either whacking a review on iTunes or turning around to a friend and saying, check out the computer game show. Um, it's been another phenomenal week, phenomenal year. Mm. And... Um, we really appreciate everything you guys do for us when, you know, as listeners, be that just download the show or stuff you do on Twitter or in our Discord um, or coming to our live shows or supporting on Patreon. You just make it all worthwhile. And, uh, you know, we adore doing this show. And to know there's people that, that really like listening to it as well is is just, you know, it's an incredible feeling. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to take a break. Um, not too long. James is off to China. If he's sobered up by then. It's fine. <laughs> How bad is it, James? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> are you going to work tomorrow? I am, yeah. Oh, my Fucking God. Hell. My word. Good luck with that, mate. It's fine. But I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say... Um, have a fantastic Christmas, a great new year, and we promise that we'll be back in January with a, like, uh, honestly, we're just going to go for it again next year. Yeah, I think we're, we're gonna... about mid-Jan, right? By the time James gets back and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's mid-Jan, yeah, but, so but, probably like but, the 15th. I would say, keep your eyes out for things. Is that fair to say? That's I mean, we're not going to, yeah. we're going to do like mean? streams and stuff like that, and there might be yeah, a few yeah, surprises yeah. along the way, so we're not done. We're not going away for a while. Um, it's just TCGS is going to be off for a few weeks. Yeah. So. Is this Wednesday's going up, Matt? Is it Wednesday as yeah. usual? Or Okay, cool. Well, you Remember, missed my stream last night. Sorry. There's a Star Wars <laughs> film out on Thursday. That's got to happen at some point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so thanks we're not for living it. tomorrow, are you? Is that right? No, we're not recorded tomorrow. No, yeah, we're we're going to record tomorrow, tomorrow at six o'clock in the morning, James. Are you going to be ready for that? <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> 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 Thanks for living it. We'll catch you next year. Yeah, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Goodbye.
Don't know when I'll say goodbye. Is it just me? <laughs> <that>? Okay. <laughs> goodbye. There he is. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's fine.